is Vader time. He was great. <laughs> God rest his soul. He's a big soul. That's a big soul. That's a nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she a bad bitch. He had that Vader dong. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. I mean, you do. I never. I mean, you searched all the <laughs> all the Vader porn and all that. I'm sure there's. Nah, he probably wasn't into that. Huh? He said he probably wasn't into that. Who wasn't into that? No, like him recording himself. Oh, it, recording doing. I'm sure, like when he was about to slay, he was like, "It's Vader time." It's Vader time. <laughs> yeah. That's probably where it came from, and he like brought it up to Vince. He's like, "Ha! You love it." Because it's your fucking. <laughs> That's exactly how. You're fucking. Like, All right, Vince. <laughs> God damn. That's a meaty bastard. He bounced around, right? He went to the, the WCW. Oh, yeah. He throttled back and forth. Uh, throttled. <laughs> well, I, it really wasn't back and forth. I mean, he was in WCW, and then he went. To uh, WWF, and then he had uh, the feud with Shawn Michaels, and then he attacked Gorilla Monsoon. I remember watching that. He like attacked Gorilla Monsoon. Like seriously, like it looked. I remember watching. I was like, <clears throat> this, I couldn't. I couldn't tell if it was like real or not. He like literally. That's like, when wrestling is at its best. It was yeah. That was when like Gorilla Monsoon. He wasn't re- obviously he wasn't wrestling. He was just like the commissioner or whatever. Right. right. And he just like attacks like snapped. I remember when he was announcing. Girl of Monsoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> Capacity cross <laughs> only 1,000. <laughs> They're here in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> Survivor Series. Well, you know something, Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, Hulk Hogan better be on his toes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> Let me tell you, when Tito gets in there and meets Rick, it's gonna be on. We don't know how he's gonna be, gonna react. It's gonna be an explosion, Gorilla. I don't know, Jesse. Jesse with the earring and the bandana. Yeah, that was perfect. Good times. Welcome in to my body shop. We knew it was gonna be. If it wasn't gonna be you, it was gonna be me. I am so proud of you here, brother. I'm so proud of you. Or when he uh, when uh, Macho knocked off uh, uh, the dragon, Ricky. Yeah, I I don't remember it. I just remember seeing you showed oh, me the video. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode fourteen of the Turbo Duo Cast. I am your host Salvatore Mata, and to my left is my brother from another game show lover, Trenton E. Wright the Third. Yeah, smooth opinion. Right off the bat, <laughs> we have to uh, just apologize to the off audience. Off the bat, huh? Off, the, right on the bat. Off the bat. Hmm. It's always been off the bat. Off the bat. What did I say? No, no, you did. Off the bat. You know, um, it's been a few months since we've been able to actually get in the studio. Eh, allegedly, put, put it together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, so we'll hopefully be uh, bringing you guys more consistent. Uh, retro coverage here, but uh, thanks for holding on with us, and uh, we've got some good stuff in, yeah. in store. So hold on, lose me, and don't let go. That's perfect. <laughs> I missed that. We missed we missed those Trenton uh, mouthings. Pause. 
Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, we're excited for an episode today. We're going to be talking about uh, Paperboy and Paperboy 2. Ooh. Um, classic, uh, classic series, classic titles. And you can say forgotten. Definitely forgotten. Definitely forgotten. I mean, you don't really, you don't hear much talk at all about Paperboy anymore. It's not like they tried to revive it. No. And the last, you know, the Paperboy. Was... He's it's a lost art. Well, I've got a couple of things <laughs> that we're going to mention about about being a Paperboy uh, later on, foreshadowing. Um, but uh, just so that you guys know, so we're going to be talking about Paperboy today, and then our next episode. I don't know if I told you this, but um, no, you didn't. This is all news to me. We're uh, breaking. So. Eyewitness news. We're going to talk about a game that we've talked about in the past, but not on its own episode. We're going to talk about, I think, Doom next uh, next podcast. Welcome to your Doom. Doom and uh, Doom 64 I'd like to do as our next podcast. Wow. Now that's a pod. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'd approve of that, of Doom. Yes. I mean, I know it's the first you're hearing of it, so you can veto it. You can veto <laughs> it if you want. <laughs> we're not doing it. Hey, you won't know until the next podcast comes out, anyway. So, right. Um, just to give you a little, a little taste of what might be coming up. So, Ooh, a little licking, they yeah. would say. So, uh, uh, now all the way back in December, we recorded our <laughs> Final Fight two and three episode. Oh yeah, you remember that? That was our last, our last episode. That seems like a lifetime ago. Really does. A lots, a lots happened. We're in Corona. Whoa. I think you're too close. Are we too close? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're family, so it's, it's like not next, really... you know. I yeah. wonder if you could tell I'm hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, was it, when we're grinding. Was it, was it you or she? I wonder if she could tell. Yeah. You said, well, I wonder if you can tell. Well, because you're not a sh- Unless you identify as a she. Oh, oh, oh right, right. I, mean, I was trying to help you out. For this podcast. Context, my For this friend. podcast, I identify <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> Come on, bro. Um, you can go like Samus, gender neutral, you know? Samus? You know? Aaron? Yeah, but, you know, most people don't know. They just assume. Got to know your 8-bit history, man. <laughs> Got to know your 8-bit history. That was one of the games I remember when we were back on uh, on Parsonage Street in Rocky Hill. I remember uh, all the kids from the neighborhood playing that. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means, but let's just move on into show notes. <laughs> we're actually going to do show notes from last podcast. Wow. That's why you even bother. I know. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, well, listen, if somebody's binge-watching this, they probably are, you know. I No. They're watching other things. <laughs> they're, not, they're not binge watching the Turbo Duo cast. Listen, they should be. God damn it, it's good content. I was I was trying to find white men can't jump sayings and I and I couldn't find them. And I looked I looked seriously for all of like five minutes and I couldn't. I, I, <laughs> I could. watched one video, a playthrough. I really wanted to bring on some white men can't jump. Because we talked about the Bebop time pants. Now that I think about it, I feel like that would they just said. I feel like they just put that in like the article, and it it's not really in the game. We're gonna have because to, I I actually we're gonna wa- have to buy a whole jaguar <laughs> and white men can't jump. A whole jaguar, not a half a jaguar. <laughs> what a dumpster trash. <laughs> Which would only be 32 bits. By the way, still. even though it's 2020, the hate for the Atari Jaguar doesn't stop. It's still a pile of <laughs> the dog shit. The hate is real. Um, anyway, so I couldn't find really any uh, any white men can't jump sayings. But we did talk about white men can't jump last time. I guarantee we talk about white men can't jump more than any other podcast. And that's the one reason why people need to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get all your hot, <laughs> get all your hot white men. Can't, can't jump. jump. 
<laughs> references. references. That, that reminds me when you when you pause there. It reminds me of the T-shirt that I made in high school that said, "Oh, I love Rod. I love Rod," and on the back it said Stuart. Yeah. Nobody was, nobody ever like got me on that. Like no teachers ever stopped me. They never. Well, you know that was a different. You could literally just wear like a shirt with a dong on it. It was two thousand. They'd just be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Uh, Frankie Burnett back in middle school oh? wore a shirt that had a bunch of tennis balls on it, and it just said balls with an exclamation <laughs> mark. And they made him wear it inside out. Oh well, they got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> Too many balls. <laughs> they were just bouncing balls, you know. Yeah, it didn't hurt nobody. You know, that was like the make seven up yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, when we did our uh, system launch tournament last time, we talked about... Oh, yeah, baby! Uh, <laughs> it's been so long! I've been waiting in the basement just for this bracket to come back out again. We got no basketball! There's no basketball right now, so you might as well have a system launch tournament. We can do that straight from our studio here. Um, uh, yeah, Las Vegas is taking bets on it right now, actually. They probably they're yeah, waiting. I would think so. They're waiting. They're just all the guys. They're just standing in front of the screens with the tickets up. Like, Why won't they record another podcast? <laughs> We need this information. <laughs> we uh, we were talking about the seventy eight hundred, the Atari seventy eight hundred, and the Master System. The only podcast talking about the seventy eight hundred. Yeah, um, and I just I had to, I kept thinking about it, which is I'm giving it way more credit than I should. Kept thinking about the seventy eight hundred. So the seventy eight hundred, we we agreed won that 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 tournament bracket portion. So the seventy eight hundred moves on. Um, but I, as I was thinking about, it, I think the trouble that I was having getting over the hump with it was the Sega master system to me is the, is the system I'd rather go back to, uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it's more accessible, right? It's very easy to, to To collect for, yeah, you know, but the game, you can find 11 copies of great baseball in any store right now. Sure. You can go to target and find them. Probably. They, they got them in the, in the clearance bins. I think they have them in Victoria's secret too. They they come with a free, uh, uh, five pack of panties. Yeah. Um, but, I feel like the games, like those those launch games, had had gameplay that I could go back to and play right now and, and still have a good time with. The controllers better. But are you thinking of just the launch games, or are you just thinking of the Master System as a whole you'd like to go back and play? Well, and that's well, the difference? No, if, if we were talking about this, the whole library, obviously. No, what I'm saying, when you go back and think about it, are you thinking of just the launch titles? When you're saying it's more accessible and you'd rather go back well, and play that? Well, it's definitely more accessible, right? I mean, the, the controller alone is a big factor. Right, I mean, who wants to use, who wants to use <laughs> that, that fucked up joystick? Yeah, I mean, that thing's terrible. So it's, it makes every game easier to go back to when you have a Nintendo style controller than yeah that that Atari pad outdated joystick. Yeah, um, I mean, but you know, Z like like we talked about, like Zevius, Galaga, Pole Position for Atari seventy eight hundred. Those were like incredibly influential games, and that couldn't be understated. So. In the passage of time, the 7800's initial library was really, really important to what came afterwards. So that is a huge aspect of it. And the gameplay is still good. Like if you if you're if you haven't crushed your hand already and you're playing it for the like the first time in the night, you can play and, and have fun with Galaga or any one of those games. But after like oh, Galaga, two after all like day. Two, after like two rounds, you're like, okay, I can't do it anymore. I'm, my thumb's gonna fall off. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I don't know, pull. Uh, whatever. I mean, we kind of went, <laughs> we, we, we went through it. We don't need to do it again. <laughs> but you know, I, I I rested in peace with that whole discussion. The seventy eight hundred had the better launch. Yeah, we have. Uh, we actually, if you go on our YouTube, we actually have a 
the clip where we're talking about just the the first part of the bracket mm. on our YouTube page if you want to hear it. I don't know. It's like 20 minutes or something like that. You know, it's too bad Dogs versus Shinobi wasn't a launch game for the Super or the Sega Master System because that would have set it over the top. Oh, definitely. It's uh, a dog dressed as Shinobi taking out the bad guys. Well, I mean, they did Alex Kidd in Shinobi World, right? So why not? Right. Um, Final Fight 2 and 3, just to sum it up again, those games have absolutely no soul. Um, and a case in point is is we played, after we, we played that, and, you know, had our whole, you know, Christmas, I think, was after that. Yep. And and one of the games that we got for Christmas was... The Punisher. Was the, was the Punisher. And the Punisher just oozes style. Like, it just <laughs> oozes style. Machismo. I think that Final Fight 2 and 3 were more refined in the way that, like, they have better hit detection maybe than let's say like a punisher but it's so drab and so lifeless that you know the boring palette swap bosses yeah. and boring play and the punisher even though you know maybe the hit detection wasn't as tight the gameplay was just so had so much character and yeah and the, it's like different just different from all so the, fast paced yeah you know there was a few different like you know being able to use like the guns and stuff like that yeah. makes it like a and then like kind of different and like, just the what, the graphical style is kind of dark, like the comic book style kind of yeah. Well, obviously because it's Punisher, I was like afraid to play that game at first. I was like, God, I hope this doesn't suck. <laughs> just <laughs> like just because of like what it goes talking for, about. Mean? Yeah, talking about it for like two years. And I was like, oh, God, I like building it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like when you shoot the guns and like the gun flash, like flashes on the character, yeah. like that's they put a lot of care into that. You know, like they wanted it to be good. I mean, we played through you know? it like t- a couple times too. It didn't yeah. really, get, it didn't get bored because I think we still have to play it on we played the hard it, mode. We, pl- or... we played it on hard because when we played it on normal, it was like. But then it was like, oh, we, you have to beat it, it on hard to fully beat it. Yeah, and we got to the last boss. Yeah, and I thought we played it pretty close to like. Like we we did we did we played it well, but we still didn't yeah. didn't, didn't win. Yeah, the game. Is, I mean, yeah, the game's not too short. It's not too long. It's a perfect it's a solid. Le- yeah, it's a perfect. I don't know, uh, it's like an hour and a half maybe length. or something like that. I mean that that's one that if you guys can emulate it. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go out and spend two hundred dollars. We're we're so like dedicated to beat 'em ups that we kind of want as many of them. Yeah, but I'm sure it's easy just to get an emulation. I just. I mean, even I think even the repro- I'm sure you can mod a Genesis Classic or something oh, yeah. like that. I feel like even the repros are like exp- like you know you spend oh, like yeah, fifty dollars yeah. for. Is it really that much something. for a repro? I don't, I don't I don't know. I'm just making I'm just throwing that number out. Well, I, I bought it. I bought them. a Musha a Musha repro for like thirty bucks. Musha was that on the what? shooter the Genesis? Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I actually got it at a flea market. So uh, you know, in, in another game. Another talk about beat 'em ups. Another one that we got to play over the holiday was uh, was Streets of Rage three because I hadn't spent a whole lot of time with it. As, as crazy as that sounds, I was kind of nervous to play Streets of Rage three, like like you had said with Punisher, because of wait, the, of the you, wait what you played Streets of Rage three plenty of times. No? I I played it when I was a kid a couple of times, but I never really spent a lot of time with it. I played it over my buddy Matt's house, but we really never went. Streets, Streets of Rage Two was always the game that we. You really hadn't played it since you got it at the retro. Expo? No, I I, oh. I I gotta admit I kind of was like Jeez, nervous. Was that long? We were playing it that morning. Wow. Yeah. Was that long? <laughs> yeah, but to me, like Streets of Rage Three is night and day between Final Fight Three and Streets of Rage Three. I mean, Streets of Rage Three. I think if 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 Streets of Rage Two is like the the bar, you know, or or like the the bar. Yeah. 
if Streets of Rage Two is the one that people go back to, like Streets of Rage Three is like is like hard mode <clears throat> compared to Streets of Rage Two. It's 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 that extra level of difficulty, and I don't know how they fit as many characters on screen as they did. I mean, Streets of Rage Three is a technical marvel just with how much they were able to put in that game. And it's damn good. Like, I don't care how hard it is. I'd rather play a, a, a punishingly hard game that I could learn on how to get better, which I did. As I played that game more and more, I got better and better and better. The only reason why I think we ended up crapping out is because I didn't know which doors to go in in that stage oh, seven. yeah. <laughs> and then the mayor died and all that. And so I kind of have to learn that game over again because I haven't played it since I was a little kid. But yeah, damn, I mean, is, that a, is that an addictive, fun game. That is a, that is a yeah. hardcore beat him up if I've ever played one before. I wouldn't say it was like really difficult though. I mean I know that was like wasn't that like a lot of the, the gripes that people had they were saying it's too difficult and that's why it wasn't as you, good like, as like, the other one. You gotta be on your toes in Streets Rage there. That's all I'm saying. You yeah. got you gotta be ready to move. You can't that's not a that's not a comfort food game where you can just <laughs> like you know just sit on your couch and play through it like Mario three. Like you have to be on your toes. Yeah. You know, because there's characters coming from all directions at you you know you have to like be, you have to be ready but i'm so impressed with streets of rage 3 to me like that's because streets of rage 2 is kind of easy when you when you think about yeah. it it's so easy to get through that game and i've played it so many times that playing streets of rage 3 was such a breath of fresh air and now you know streets of rage 4 is going to be coming out it is so should be uh interesting hopefully yeah um, let's let's jump into our uh, modern retro moment, otherwise known as our "It's still real to me, damn it" moment. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know if you told me this. I think you sent me a message about it that the Tiger Electronics handhelds are starting to come back now. Oh <laughs> no, I don't. You didn't. Okay, I, I mean, I should have. So, so I saw an article that their Hasbro, I think, owns Tiger Electronics. And they're going to start reissuing now all of, um, oh, no, no, uh, uh, my buddy Rob, actually, uh, shout out to Rob, I think sent me the article that they're going to start making the Tiger Electronics games again, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's it's more of a novelty, but there's a couple that I'd probably like to, to pick up. Double Dragon. I, I, what were your favorites? Uh, oh, man. So I had a lot of like the, I had a lot of like the basic ones because they they did the tier they had the four, football they had the fourteen ninety nine baseball ones, which were just like the generic ones and then the nineteen ninety boxy boy the nineteen ninety nine ones were like the licensed games like Mortal Castlevania yeah yeah they had all the licensed games so we 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 weren't up to that twenty dollars spot yet so most of the ones I had a baseball I had I played that all the time mm-hmm. that actually wasn't bad no and then the pinball one's actually really good it's like blue and it's got the two orange buttons hmm. um, like NES pinball it I mean yeah kind of oh. you know obviously it's just one screen and then but right. it's actually pretty enjoyable for just a Tiger LCD game and then I remember it's funny because my gr- <laughs> I don't know. I I remember going to my grandfather's one time, and like when I when I came in, he was on the he was like sitting in his recliner. Was he playing one? Playing playing Castlevania on a Tiger <laughs> LCD, and I still have it. Do you really? Yeah, I still the same have one it. that he was. Yeah, playing. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's like cool. it was just I was like, what are you what are you doing over there? And he's like me 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 because he would go because he like back then he would go to like tag sales and stuff like that. Yeah, and I don't know what would just and maybe he just saw. Wait, wait, wait. Was he picked it up? Yeah, I didn't get it. It wasn't mine. Are you serious? No, yeah. <laughs> I just I went oh, that's and, went awesome. to, and he was just like playing at Castlevania. 
And I was just like, That's what? a great story. I was like, what is going on here? So then he bought it for you? No, he just bought it. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I don't it Like must, it was it was grandpa's like it, it, Castlevania. Yeah, it must have been like a dollar like or he, something. Like he like put cents. it in his knapsack and like left at the end of the night yeah. and was like was Well, almost, thanks for the dinner, guys. I'm <laughs> headed home. Yeah, because he used to go to like garage we used to go to garage sales back then, but I he just <sighs> bought it. And he got a he ended he got a he he got a game gear too one time, some other time with Joe Montana's football and he was like trying to like figure out how to play it. We're still trying to figure out how to play the game here. <laughs> That's why they're making all those new LCD screens for it, so people yeah. can actually see what so, they're doing. So there was an oh, there was another one. Uh, I think it was just called Caveman, a tiger one. That sure. was pretty good. But I never had uh, any. I don't think I had any of the, like the licensed game ones. So, but now now I have a few. I have I still have that Castlevania one. Nice. I, I have uh, I have a Street Fighter one. Mm-hmm. Is Street Fighter? Do you like pick a character or is it? I honestly, I've never played it. Oh, right. And then I may have a couple other ones. And you remember those, like, the Disney ones? I have like Pocahontas. Those, like, those, they're, like, fat with, like, I ha- the big I ha- buttons I have Pocahontas, on Pocahontas, yeah. But yeah. I, found, I found that at Savers. I don't even know what you can compare that to if no, if, if you weren't around then. I don't know how to, what would be, like, Game the and Watch. Like, a Game and Watch. Like if, if No, you guys but I'm saying if people didn't had no idea what we were talking about, what would you... I don't... It's... I guess it's, like, a... Th- like, the... It's, the original, to, like, the ori- fi- like the original Game Boy, sort of. No, but I'm saying if to try to compare it to something, I don't think you can compare it to anything that's out right now. I'm trying to if like people don't know what we're talking about and they weren't around then. A Tamagotchi. How they would know? <laughs> for like younger kids, like oh. if, I don't know how you could, but those things were like everything. Just think of a monochrome like a th- screen, <laughs> like if, a if 3ds. You, <laughs> no, but think about a game that was made for like the TI-83 calculator. You know, like a, like a calculator game with a dot matrix pixel. You know, no, no, no. I meant screen. like how to describe like the popularity of it. Oh, oh, oh. You know oh, what oh, I mean? Oh, oh, the popularity. I don't know. I don't know what to. I mean, it wasn't to. really something that was. There wasn't a craze. It was just like everybody had them. Though, yeah. Because they were fifty. They were like between ten and twenty bucks each. It was like it was like the ultimate like birthday gift you would get from like right. an aunt or something where it was yep. like it wasn't a video game like they don't like, know like, like <laughs> they're not gonna yeah they're not gonna get you a sixty dollar video game but oh there's something for twenty bucks and it's like a game thing it, yeah. he'll he'll like it right exactly <laughs> and we did I, I remember getting those all the time it was like those are like the stocking stuffers yeah we but those to, are perfect stocking stuffers and like Radio Shack had a whole bunch of LCD yep. games like oh man dude that <laughs> I remember going to did you ever go to Radio Shack in Eastbrook Mall. And it was yeah. just like it was just a little like wall to wall LCD. That's where we games. got our. That's where we got our Tandy one thousand computer and in like rem- nineteen ninety one. And remote control cars. That's like it was like everything in there. Remote control mm-hmm. cars and LCD games. <laughs> no, I know. I remember we were on um, a field trip to the uh, Essex steam train. If anybody ever took a field trip on a steam train, <laughs> I think we did that. And uh, my buddy Pat um, brought. I remember there was a stack of like ten or twelve of those Tiger Electronics games. And he was like, I mean, how many batteries you'd have to have? Because every they game only used took, two. Every game took two. Yeah, but then you, oh, you'd have to bring a pack of like twenty four batteries. Yeah. With you, you know, I mean, I guess. But I remember, like, Pat. Everybody wanted to be Pat's friend, at, like the, at the start of the steam train. Of course, you're on a steam train. You're supposed to be like looking outside, <laughs> checking things out. Everybody's got a Tiger Electronics game, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, so that was, um, you know, that was a fun. A, f- a fun memory about that. So shout out to, to Pat Musen on that. Um, enough about Tiger, huh? Enough about Tiger <laughs> Electronics. But that, we could probably end up doing like a whole episode on uh, that's pretty neat. Tiger LCD yeah. games. Um, just a, a couple of uh, pickup uh, items. Um, 
I actually got um, Trenton. You got you completed your final fight trilogy. Speaking of tr- a final fight, you got Final Fight One. Oh yeah! Right? Surprisingly, I didn't have it. Yeah. And so you you were able to complete. I got that it. Uh, have you played it? No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't play them. Come on. That's right. You don't play them. So <laughs> you just collect. But them. I have it. You know. Um. I. Com- but I. Di- yeah. I got it for. I got it complete in the box for like twenty five bucks. I was like, I couldn't. Oh, rem- right. I couldn't even remember if I had it or not. And I was like, well, even if I did, I could just sell the loose right. one, and you know, I was like, twenty five bucks for a complete copy <clears throat> of a Super Nintendo game. Right. I mean, any, anytime up. you can get your hands on any of those like Super Nintendo or sixty four boxes, even if you don't have the game, just get it. Yeah, just, I mean, just, just get it. If, it's, if it's a reasonable price. Final Fight is one I I definitely like in the box. You know. Oh yeah, that's a classic title. Yeah, that uh, cover is perfect. Um, I completed uh, my Castlevania set, uh, an NES trilogy set. So it's oh yes, yes. Behind, I mean, no boxes, but uh, you know, the loose cartridges. So that was. Uh, and then you had the important. the ultimate completion. What was that? Oh, the ultimate. Yeah, I mean, I'll, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that uh, in just a second here. Um, you know, why don't we talk about it right now? So <laughs> yeah, fuck it, <laughs> throw the script out. <laughs> uh, so I I I just finally uh, <clears throat> completed the last item that I needed for my American Sega Saturn set. So that is. And what title was that? NBA Jam Extreme, of course. Oh. Of course, and I wanted it to be a really uh, <laughs> stupid game. I actually wanted the last game I was going to get to be NFL Quarterback Club '96. <laughs> you were like plotting it out, yeah, <laughs> and that didn't happen. That didn't happen. I I found a copy for super cheap, so and it came with like the extra insert. So I was like, you never see it with that. So I had to I had to jump on that. Plans change for eight bucks, but uh, yeah, Sean Kemp and the and the Band Aid cover uh, NBA <laughs> Jam know, Extreme right? completes my set and. Um, and uh, we have yeah. you got to announce you got to let people know you're transitioning. You gotta you, you can't just say that you gotta into you know, the Sega into CD an, collecting. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. I, I gotta say, you know, I was really gung ho for this whole Saturn collecting thing because it is, it is. I I can't say that it's in my heart. I, I I sometimes will say like Saturn's my favorite system, but the truth of it is is that there's a lot of favorites that I have. But it's the one to me that is most like close to me. That you know, the set like the Saturn was the underdog. It had so many great games that that people didn't know about, and it was like, it was like the little the little system that you know. You had to do some work to get the games too. Yeah, there there was some work behind it, but it was also a system that just wasn't respected in its time, and and I don't think gets enough respect now. And uh, had just some phenomenal games, and so it meant a lot to me when I was growing up. And so I was like, you know what, I want if if there's a system I can get all the games for, it's got to be this. I could have gone with Dreamcast too, but there's something that it doesn't. I mean, but something like, that's a little bit more sweet about the, the Saturn because it was so niche. It was like th- there wasn't a whole lot of copies of games. Yeah, you know, it's hard. I mean, even now when you look, it's it's really hard to find. There's a surge right now because a lot of these retro stores are shutting down because of coronavirus. So yeah. they're they're putting a lot more you know stock online. But there's there's months that go by where you won't find a rare title. You know, and it's you have to wait and wait and wait. So there was a it was almost like I wanted to prove that I could do it. You know, than anything. <laughs> and at towards the end of it, I was so apathetic about it. I just became because <laughs> it was like you know Brewster's Millions. You know the movie Brewster's Millions. Yeah. It's like that where he was had to spend all that money so that he could get the three hundred million, and at, by the end of it, he was like, I remember he's talking to John Candy, I think, and he's like, he's like, I am so sick of money, I'm sick of money, like I hate it, I don't want money, you know. And by the end of it, and I wouldn't say that that's the case. I I love the fact that I have a complete set now, and I think it's <clears throat> something that I can look at and, and, be, and be proud of, but. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if going forward, if I'd want to necessarily collect for a whole system again. I just feel like it's gonna happen. You keep telling me it's gonna happen, but I just kind of want to collect the best games that I'm interested in. You know, the ones that I that I really am interested in. So I don't know if you you know we can talk about it. Maybe we can we can work together (laughs) on a Sega CD set. We'll we'll get a chart. We'll get a chart going. We'll weigh the pros and cons. Yeah, we'll do a Ben Franklin. (laughs) But I mean, you know, it, visually, it, it's a it's a good system to collect for with the the, the Saturn boxes, the Saturn or the Sega CD. No, the, well, both because they use like the same kind of style. Oh, I'm just yeah. like visually, like the way it looks, like the you nice click tall, for the dream, the Dreamcast. It just looks like a bunch of CDs. It, it does. Yeah. There's no kind of like appeal to any of them. Right. Really. Right. There's something special about the Saturn boxes yeah. too. That is that is. I guess maybe I didn't really think of it that way, but it it does. It stands out. I mean, you don't the Dreamcast and it. I mean, it didn't really have like uh, it had almost the same number of games as the Saturn did. N- yeah, but I'm talking about like the 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 way the games looked. It just like the Saturn kind. You could tell when it's a Saturn game. That as chunky, opposed, the Dreamcast kind of polygon, kind of like PS2 in a, in a way. The, right. the style of the graphics, or, or like a super like a souped up 64 or something. Yeah, but like the you could tell when it like it's a Saturn game almost. You know, kind of had its own style. It did. They were. It was such a unique system. It, there's still so many games on there that haven't either been ported or, I mean, it's still a hard system to emulate. I mean, you really. Even the know. emulators don't do a, 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 fa- a com- you know complete I mean, job. That's why no one <laughs> could make 3D games for it back then. You know, it, it was a really hard system to. Pro- I mean, it had a thousand chips inside of it, and nobody knew how to program for it. So, yeah. They so it's like, fuck it. It's it's a special thing. I'm I'm sure I'm one of probably you know maybe a handful of people that actually have a complete set. So it's all the famous YouTubers, right? I mean, it's something that I can say, it can point to, and say, look, look, look at my thing. But I'm that's not really my style. It's just I. I <laughs> I did it. Look at it. That's the thing is like, <laughs> if you're going to collect something, you should do it because you want to do it. Not because you can say, oh my God, I have a complete set. It's just a really important system to me. And so that's why I did it. And I, that's why I don't feel like going out and trying to collect for a whole nother system is something that is true to me because I'm just doing it to do it at that point. It's not because I'm just, I'm, I'm in love with that system and I really, really want every, every game for it. So and plus you got to pick up a lot of shitty games, like a lot of shitty games. And <laughs> Saturn has its fair share of really shitty, shitty games. So, um, I mean, when you, th- I mean, when you think about it, every system every system has does. like a majority of shitty games because right. there's so many. Well, and that's the thing about Saturn is that when you have to buy the higher valued titles, at least almost all of them are really, really good. You know, at least really good. Except for what's except for Battlesport. Battlesport, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is. That's the only game where I don't have the case in the manual. I have a loose disc, and I I, I got a repro, but I'm just not going to spend a thousand dollars on <laughs> on a game. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I got to pay my my mortgage. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, you know, I started with 25 games, and now I've got the you know 250 or whatever it is. Oh, he's in there. Um, so but, if somebody comes over and says, I want to play a Saturday game, I get to say, well, which one in the library do you want? Which one? Because I got them all. I got them all. <laughs> um, Motherfucker. And they're like, uh, <laughs> I want to play Sonic. All right, that's the Sega. <laughs> so they don't well, we got that. 3D Blast, we've got Sonic R, and we've got... Uh, do you have Sonic 2? <laughs> it's like, on Sonic Jam. No it's on gonna, Sonic Jam. No one's going to know like any no, I know. Sonic games on the Saturn. I have two copies of Sonic 2, a European one and an American one. Isn't that special? I'm just so happy. Um, let's get get talking about good games again. My God, I got to tell you guys, I for the first time, and I hate to say this, for the first time, I've act, I actually sat down, plugged in, and played Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. And this is what I'm saying: 
You jump into Turok. <laughs> this is it, what I'm saying. And it's just fun to begin, just just right to begin with. It's it's like a, it's just an awesome, straightforward, shoot stuff, move forward. It's got a little bit of off the beaten path. Fuck shit up. I mean, do, do you have a history with Turok? Uh, I mean, I, you know, that, I think that was one of the first games I rented from Blockbuster. You gotta go, you gotta find the keys the and get back through the portals and, you know, it's just. Hella fog. Oh, it but doesn't. It's, it's a fun game though. so good though. That was like yeah, so that was like good. one of the first games I got rented on the sixty four from Blockbuster. I feel like you don't even you don't need a guide. It's like it's like just open enough where you're like you're inquisitive about where you should go and what you should do, but you don't need a guide. You can just play that game and go and and, and find some secrets and get through it. Well, I mean, you know, back then it didn't matter what game it was. They had a guide for it. Sure, <laughs> sure. But I'm I'm super impressed with that game. They didn't try to do too much. It was just using the Nintendo sixty four to its strengths and and. Just you know, it's just a game where you can just have fun. Just plug it in and have fun. Yeah. No acclaim no, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, iguana acclaim, yeah. 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 I have the other two. Never, I haven't played them yet. They get worse as they go. Yeah, are they? Yeah, I mean, two is maybe two is probably two is supposed to be good, but it's not as good as the first, and then three is supposed to be bad. Really? It's like how do you? Yeah. It's like <laughs> well, how do you make a good game and then you, the next ones are just bad? Well, they tried to do a lot with them. They tried to do something and then, else. And, 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 like, the frame rate just dips, oh. you know? Um, that's one I'd like to get a, a case and manual for. It's the first one? Tur- absolutely. It's uh, it's probably not that expensive. It's not too bad. I think it's, like, 20, 30 bucks, maybe. Um, uh, yeah. Because I feel like that's, like, an $8 game or something like that. Yeah. Um, the first one. It, well, Liz, Liz actually got it for $5 at the uh, Retro World Expo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, like, a $5 game. She, she cut a deal. She's got a sweetheart deal. Uh, let's uh, jump in quickly to our system launch tournament special. As I mentioned before, we um, we saw the Atari 7800 move forward as well as the Sega Dreamcast mm. versus the uh, Atari Jaguar. I mean, who knew that that was going to happen, right? <laughs> who knew? So the next, uh, next two parts of the bracket, if you're following along. Because we aren't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the 3DO versus the Saturn. And then the it's the Panasonic real yeah. 3DO, and then uh, the Nintendo 64 versus the Turbo Graphics 16 because we need two systems <laughs> that have the bit numbers inside of them. The bits uh, going up against one How another. How many bits, you bitch? <laughs> so uh, what do the 3DO have? Like three games? Uh, not even that much, Trenton. So here's the 3DO's launch lineup. Wait, wait, wait. Shockwave Assault. Here's the 3DO's launch lineup: Crash and Burn and. There are no other titles. Crash and burn, <laughs> and that's what the system the did. The launch, <laughs> the launch was supposed to have Return Fire, Road Rash, FIFA, and Jurassic Park Interactive. If that was the case, that would have been okay. That would have been that would have been uh, decent. That yeah, because um, that would have been a decent launch. Well, FIFA was just like the PlayStation one, I think. Road Rash would have been. I mean, that's that's a solid. I mean, that's the that's well, just and that the, was the first version the of that of that version. Yeah. And what was what was the other three? FIFA, Jurassic Park Interactive, and Return Return Fires. Oh, that's yeah. But you know, if you want like big name titles, no one's like Return. You know, Return Fire. What the hell's that? Well, you know? n- no, you're right. But it but it kind of like reinvented. It's supposed to be a really good game. Yeah, I know that. It, it yeah. sort of reinvented a genre. It almost reminds me of uh, like an open world Jackal from uh, NES from Konami. Jackal. Where you're in okay. the Jeep, where you're in the Jeep and you're going up. You know, it's almost yeah, like a, yeah. it's almost like a commando style. Yeah, but it's, wasn't like that. Uh, no, I'm trying to think. Well, was that one on the DS, like Advance Wars or something like that? Well, those are those are strategic games, like um, like Military Madness. Yeah, yeah. 
But this is more you're in the tank and you're running. You're actually going around. The no, yeah, I remember. Blasting. I remember things. seeing it in like EGM back in the day. Yeah, and it's a good game. I I have it for the 3DO. And that so and so so technically so technically there was actually no games because wasn't um, Crash and Burn a pack-in title, right? Oh geez, I don't. <sighs> yeah, I think it was. You know what's funny? Because I, 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 it might have been. I mean, the system was eight hundred dollars. I had a, uh, I just had like YouTube on in the background or something like that, and I was, you know, well, I was just doing other stuff, and yeah. someone was talking about the 3DO, and they were talking about Crash and Burn, and I thought it mentioned that that was a packing title. It could be, yeah. So technically, there was literally no games because there was like you would get a 3DO and you wouldn't have any other game to buy. I guess, yeah, because that was that was that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it was technically a launch title. It was there at the launch? Yeah, but you and, couldn't like you know you got your system and you're gonna buy a game. There are no other games. Yeah, I mean the redeeming quality of Crash and Burn is like the full motion like introductions of the characters and like the just the goofy yeah, aspect of how, like you know their characters and what they said. You know, I'm sure they had like just ridiculous dialogue too. You know, it just didn't make any sense or it was just so over man, the top. This is, gonna, this is gonna be a hard fought battle, which yeah. had the better launch. And cra- and I and I played so I played Crash and Burn a little bit, and it's. Back in 1993, it probably looked very impressive because it was like this fully 3D track, and you know, it's almost got a. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Mario Kart, but it's um, you know you can use weapons to shoot people, almost like Wipeout style. Is it racing or is it kind of racing like, and you have like twisted metal kind of? No, it's a it's around a track. Oh really? But, yeah, but you can oh, get, wow. you can get weapons and shoot at people and, and throw stuff behind you, almost like a Mario Kart or like a wipeout. Oh, so it's like. It's, oh wait, am I thinking of? Is that the one that they put on the Sega CD two, or is that that other the racing style game? I think we have it. I think you have it actually. I think it might be on the Saturn. So the so the game that it reminds me most of is Impact Racing for Sega Saturn. Oh yeah, that's the one I'm talking. And Impact Racing is pretty good. I mean, it's it's yeah, not, that's it's not it's not, it's not great, but it's it was it's fun for a you know. For an evening of you know just mindless uh, gaming, you know, and, yeah. you, and you can get you get you get into it a little bit more. Crash and Burn is a heck of a lot rougher, and it's 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 not great, you know, it's not a great game. Yeah, um, I wouldn't even call it a good game. So you have that, and then on the other side you have the Saturn, which is Virtua Fighter, Daytona USA, Panzer Dragoon, Clockwork Knight, Worldwide Soccer, Pebble Beach Golf Links. I'm not going to even talk about them because we'll save them for another discussion, but I would take Pebble Beach Golf Links over Crash and Burn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, well, I've never played Crash and Burn, so I can't say for sure. We, we can play <laughs> it after you. the podcast <laughs> if you'd we like could, to. Or we could not. <laughs> or we could not. Or we could watch Tiger King. Did. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to say Saturn goes through. And it's tough. I mean, there's so many games to choose from on both sides. <laughs> Hey. hey, like I said, the 3DO, the 3DO would have done a lot better, I think, if it had Return Fire and Road Rash and FIFA. You mean if that it was had in, any games? Right. Well, but those are those are some notable titles. No, I know. They're not but just. Not they just, didn't come out. They didn't, no, exactly. <laughs> well, at launch. Right. So a more it's interesting. Like how the fuck do you like? What do you? <laughs> it's like what do you? <laughs> I just don't. These are like they blew their launch. These are like they blew their launch. These I mean, are like think a, about that. a billion dollar company, and then they're going to put out a new system and have no games available for it. The thing is, what was the rush? Like, what was <laughs> what was the rush to get it out? You could have maybe maybe because they your production to beat the PlayStation. Costs, your, but this is 1993. The PlayStation didn't come out until September of 95. You know, I mean, you could have taken six months and made sure that the games were ready to go. 
Did I did I miss when you said the the date of the launch? Oh, or? I don't. Nah, I don't have it. The only the only thing I would think of is if it came out in like a holiday season. They didn't want to push think it. Right. I don't think it came out during the holiday season right. though. That would be the only reason I would think they. I don't know why, but I, I I'm just pulling this out of my butt. I feel like it came out in like the spring or something. Mm. You know. So it, it it just and there was no there was no impetus to do it. Maybe they were worried about the jaguar. <laughs> we, we didn't we didn't know what it was gonna be. If we knew then, we well, didn't we know what it know. was. Dude, Sega was scared about the jaguar. I know. I mean, yeah. If you don't know anything about it, and Atari's just like, yeah, we have a sixty-four, we have a sixty-four bit system. system. We're gonna revolutionize gaming, right? And <laughs> right. I mean, and so it made them like you know quiver a little bit. So they so three DO was probably like, all right, we got to get the system out, and then. But it's it's so important to have a launch that that is good because if you're if it's basically you're la- or if have you're, if you're, it, that's not you can't even consider that a launch. It's like a soft launch. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a soft launch. Oh shit! Yeah, so they, they like okay, they so blew it. they totally blew it. So we were nine when that came out. Actually, you know what I was gonna say? I was like, do you remember seeing a 3DO anywhere? But honestly, I can't even really remember seeing. I don't even remember seeing like Super Nintendo's really. I mean, I just wasn't paying attention or remembering it at no. the time. But like, but I don't even remember the Saturn launch. I mean, I wasn't in the I wasn't in the magazine game at the time. Mm. You know, I remember we were all hyped up about 32X. That was the one that we really really wanted. You know, yeah. back in like '94. You know. Yeah. So who knows? But they totally blew it. <laughs> Sick launch, bro. They totally blew it. <laughs> That's but, could we say that launched right into the toilet? <laughs> it, it, pretty much. I mean, it, it recovered in terms of. It's game quality, but it just—it could have competed. It could have if I think they should have waited. It should have come out a little bit later and been about two hundred dollars cheaper. If yeah, I mean, gosh, seven hundred dollars. Even, even if it was, you know, what's that like a thousand dollars today, basically? If you from inflation, more, I don't know, something like that. It's a little bit more, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah imagine like <laughs> imagine the PS Five comes out and they're like, it's going to be a thousand dollars. Everyone would be like, no. <laughs> Well, they get more sales than the 3DO did because they're not an upstart. But still, it's like no, I know people but. don't want to buy consoles for that much. <laughs> yeah. You know, they we're launching it, and it's a thousand dollars, and everyone's just like, "No." You know, you, you know what? If, if if Sony and like and like Xbox were smart, what they would do, and I say smart, but I'm ready to laugh about it, is when uh, when these uh, they just announced, by the way, yesterday that uh, uh, the government is going to be sending everybody twelve hundred dollars and then five hundred dollars for every child for this coronavirus issue. What they should do is twelve hundred dollars, huh? <laughs> the system's gonna be twelve hundred dollars. Just, just, just like get the system out, like right when the checks come in, because you know all these dumb idiots are gonna go and get a system, get a go. Yo, yo, mom, I'm gonna go get a new PlayStation. You know, <laughs> I got my check in. Yeah, my check came in, and I can get some games. Right. So I mean, it's helping the economy, right? Putting money back into the, back into the economy, into the pockets of the rich, greasing greasing the wheels. Grease in those palms. But, I mean, just to brush over, because I don't want to not give Saturn its due, Virtua Fighter, Daytona, USA, Panzer Dragoon, Clockwork Knight, Worldwide Soccer, Pebble Beach Golf Links, that is a damn good launch if I've ever seen one. Uh, The games are great, but they're still – I mean, they're arcade ports – you know. Panzer Dragoon is oh, not Panzer an arcade Dra- port. Oh, Dra- Clockwork Knight is not an arcade oh, port. Oh. Worldwide Soccer is not an arcade port. Pebble Beach Golf Links is not an arcade port. You have Daytona USA and uh, Virtua Fighter. Yeah, those are the two big games. But we talked about the Atari 7800 no, and we I talked know. about arcade yeah, ports. So, same thing. Um, just, just an, uh, I think the fact that the Saturn 
this is had solid. so many that is a solid had so many so. issues. It, it 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 superseded the fact that they had such a solid launch of games. Kind of covered everything. You got a sports game. You got like a and one of the and, fighting game, and, and, racing and, and, game. And in my opinion, one of the best sports games ever made. <laughs> like definitely, definitely top couple of ever of, of soccer games I've ever played. Worldwide Soccer is an arcadey, fun. That's uh, um, soccer game. I mean, what what can you say about it? It's it's you pick it up and play. It's it kind of is like an arcade game, but at home, you know, and you can do tournaments at and home. stuff like that. But if it, the gameplay is so tight and so fun and so easy to get into, that it, it, that game gets brushed over, you know, because it's a it's a sports game yeah. from 1995, soccer. exactly. So soccer. I mean, I think my two favorite soccer games have got to be Super Soccer on Super Nintendo, and Worldwide Soccer on Saturn. Oh, I would uh, I would say World Cup Soccer on Nintendo. Oh, that's a good one too. Or you, yeah, <laughs> you just you keep like kicking them and they yeah. just die. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get to something a little bit more. Uh, it's about time. Closer. Well, <laughs> sixty four versus Turbo Graphics. So oh, Maron. Ma- Super Mario sixty four. And Pilot Wing 64. Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey didn't make the cut. It was out a couple weeks later. Same with Cruising, right? Yeah. Um, you got to be here to the world. And TurboGrafx-16 had these titles. The way you're saying it makes it sound way better. <laughs> what? And the TurboGrafx-16 had these titles. <laughs> Keith Courage and Alpha Zones. Boom. The Legendary Axe. Boom. Victory Run. Boom. Alien Crush. Boom. China Warrior. I don't know. Boom. Power Power Golf. <laughs> eh. Vigilante. Blazing Lasers. Dungeon Explorer. That's too many games. So by default, Nintendo 64 wins. <laughs> Quality <laughs> over quantity. That would be the Nintendo 64's <laughs> uh, position. Okay, I'm, so I'm, there, I'm, so I'm, there's I'm, only there's only two games, but if one of the factors I'm gonna, is I'm gonna influence, s- I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say it right I'm off. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm it right gonna, off the bat. I know I'm gonna tell you what, I know that you said that the Turbo Graphics 16 was your dark horse. However, Nintendo 64 is gonna win this competition because of the influence between, between the of two the of two games. Well, I know mm, Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings was a technical marvel when that game came out. Yeah, I mean, it showcased it showcased Mode Seven. It was a very. It was a very. Are you talking f- about the Super Nintendo version? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, excuse me. Oh, I'm like, what are you talking? About? Pilot, <laughs> Pilot Wings. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Like I, don't know why I'm th- I don't know why I'm thinking about Pilot Wings on, on the Super Nintendo. But Pilot Wings 64 was a more accessible game. It had a fully 3D area that you could explore. I remember when that game came out and just being equally, you know, maybe not at just like Super Mario 64, but wowed at at, at how you could move through that 3D world. You know, and how you could get shot out of a cannon, and and all the different things that you could do. Like I remember the falling scene where where you're jumping skydiving, out of the plane, yeah. and skydiving. You, you go have through to, the rings. You have to make the shapes and all that stuff, and just yeah, that I'd, feeling. That feeling like these characters were really in the sky and they were really falling. You know, you it, it was a it was a surreal feeling. It was another dimension, another level of. To me, the '64, even though it came out in '96. To me, was was the dawn of 3D in a way. The like dawn. It was it was a new dawn of 3D. It was the it was 3D dawn. in a way that really was was had arrived officially because everybody had been toying with 3D before that. And you had games like Virtua Fighter or Daytona, you know, games that were 3D but 
you know, couldn't really. It wasn't like moving around. You couldn't in a world. freely move in that world. The, the games before it that tried it were like Bubsy 3D, and it failed terribly. I mean, like that game was Tomb Raider was kind of like the first like big, I guess, kind of. Yep. F- not, I guess, free roaming in a way. 3D right. game. Right, and that came out around the same time. I think that was a '96 game. You know, but, but still wasn't. It wasn't as solid as no, moving it, around in no, Mario. No, her her movements were like I don't know if they were like tanks, but it was like the you had the camera was little, movement. Was yeah, like, you had to like spin around and then Mario yeah. sixty four is the point where I think, and the Nintendo sixty four itself was the point where three D had arrived in a way where it felt right. It felt like it was it was real. It was something that was gonna. Oh, I know. You you could you. It was hard to go back at that point, even though we love two D games now. All you wanted to do was play. 64. No, I'm I'm not arguing. I just you know? I didn't feel the same way about Pi- Pilot Wings was like the game I remember was like the game Well, when it's the it game was, next to Mario 64. Yeah, it was like the game we just kind of like played for a while when we 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 were after we were done like playing Mario for like hours. It was just like all right, I need a break. I just put this in and right. kind of just like toy cuz you could just like you had like the jetpack, you could just like yeah. kind of like fly around. Was it was so just kind of like just kind of like doing just kind of like mindless kind of fun. Right. Right. I mean, so I, I I don't know. I mean, I understand. So on the other side, you know, Keith Courage was kind of like a mundane. That's just a two D. Every other any side scrolling game, basically. Right. Victory Run wasn't that the packing game? Too? It was. Yeah. It was. Victory Run was, you know, uh, like this almost this Grand Prix. Not Grand Prix. It was like a um, a road race where you had to go from like kind of like a rad city, racer city to city and you had to arrive in a certain amount of time and you had these hazards on the road and you could you could run out of gas and you could you know your tires could could you know wear out and all this other stuff that could happen to effectively you know if you if you weren't on a, a if if something happened to your vehicle during that that run you you might as well just turn off the game and restart because <clears throat> it's not like you can like get oh. back on, on, oh, yeah. tr- on track, and it, and it's it's just like you know it's a it's a decent okayish racing game you know wasn't breaking any barriers and today is not a game that anybody's gonna look at and say changed gaming and is is not great in its own <laughs> right. Uh, Alien Crush is a very well regarded pinball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, China Warriors like Kung Fu. Is it literally like just the same thing? Yep, you're going from left <laughs> to right and you're but it has giant characters. It's got huge sprites and that was its claim to fame. Uh, Power Golf came out, and uh, its its contemporary is is uh, um, Arnold Palmer Golf, Arnold Palmer Tournament Golf on Sega Genesis. Oh, you're saying that, it's basically the same game? It's it's contemporary. They kind of came out around the same time. <clears throat> Arnold Palmer is is usually looked looked at as the better game. Yeah, I mean all those 16 bit golf games are all they all kind of look the same. I mean, I was, and at that point they they almost played more like eight bit. And you know it was like tap a button, yeah. tap it again, right. and then you swing. Right, you didn't. It wasn't PGA which, Tour yet, which is still like the best way to play a golf game. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't gone back and played those games as much, but again, it's it's a decent game, but not a barn burner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's Vig- no hot shots. <laughs> Vigilante is is you know another <laughs> kung fu. It's actually the sequel, the spiritual sequel to, to kung fu. Ooh, it's okay. I mean, I like it. I'm interested in Vigilante because I love Kung Fu. So I actually own the game on Turbo. Um, but, again, no, nothing that's going to gonna move mountains. Uh, Dungeon Explorer was a good game. It was in a in a um, 
Isn't the, that what they call that genre of games? <laughs> the dungeon explorer games? Yeah. <laughs> well, it it, it, it kind of looks like Gauntlet, but it's got much more RPG elements it's in overhead? it. Like yeah. overhead? Yeah. Uh. But it's got more, much more RPG elements and is, is actually regarded as a very good game. It's regarded. Um, Blazing Lasers is one of the best shooters of all time. You know, so that, that has to Blazing be... Blazing Lasers! You know, um, and then you've got the Legendary Axe. So... You know, a lot of people say the Legendary Axe is the best game on the TurboGrafx-16. You know, but again, this is a side-scrolling game. Just, yeah. You know, it's an action action game, slash them up sort of game. Um, really does a lot of things really, really, really well. I just don't know if these games on this... And, and I love Blazing Lasers. Love that game. That game's fantastic. Um, in fact, I like a lot of these games that are on this list. I, I just like don't them. know when you look at the criteria of, you know... The quality of the games, I still think when you look at the quality of Super Mario 64. <laughs> Which is like one of the greatest games of all times or considered. It's my favorite game of all time. Yeah. You know, so I call me, you know, <clears throat> jaded or whatever, or, you know, biased. But it's just, it, 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 and talk about the influence of every game that in is, is in existence as a 3D game today takes influence from Mario 64. Now, I'm not saying that that gives the Nintendo 64 a pass at, at any competition with any other system. I'm just saying when you compare it to the TurboGrafx-16, now the TurboGrafx-16 has what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, something like that, games. And a lot of them are just okay, you know, and there's some that are excellent and very, very, very good. There's no system movers in it. Well, Blazing Lasers probably would be a system mover, but again... It's there were ga- there were games on the NES that were doing what Blazing Lasers was doing, maybe not with as flashy a graphics, but I it's not it's not Super Mario sixty four. No, you know, so as as much as I you're think you're right, you're right, and the, I think the Turbo Graphics would beat a lot of systems on this list. It just got drawn with the sixty four, so you know I I think in the end of the day, that sixty four. Mario 64 is like the 800-pound gorilla in the room, and unless you have, unless you have another system that's got, it's got to have something that speaks for the future of gaming, or or influences gaming, or is the pinnacle of its genre. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know if the Turbo Graphics is quite there. Split their fucking heads out of here. Quite no, not even, not even close, man. So. Um, so boom, out of here. So so I think the 64 moves on. So the next uh, competition in that bracket is going to be the 64 versus the Genesis. Ooh. And then we have the Saturn moving on against the NES. Pretty Solid. good. So the, uh, so, the, so the new bracket, we have the PlayStation versus the Jaguar. We've got the NES versus the Saturn. We've got the Super Nintendo versus the Atari 7800. And the Genesis versus the 64. That's the uh, round of eight. We are in the round of eight, everybody. Mm. Enough of that. Let's get into our main event. Maron. We're there. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> He's in there. All right. So, Paperboy. The classic, it's part of the golden era of uh, of, of the arcades. It came out in 19, either 19? 1984 or 1985. We're not sure. Was there a couple it of It was definitely versions? designed in 84. They have one with the handlebar? Correct. The handlebar. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one interesting fact about Paperboy, the original character that's on, like, on the the, the marquee. That Muppet-looking kid. That's, and that's on, on the box, uh, was an actual kid. 
Nice. Um, so his dad was a character artist at Atari, and he drew his son Peter. And his son Peter is still around. He's on YouTube, and, and his channel is called Peter JV. And doesn't really do anything video game related. Whack. But, Already not interested. Right. Um, <laughs> but his dad drew his son as the as the main character. So. Just be going around at conventions signing Paperboy sure, posters. Exactly. There you go. Do I have it up here? <laughs> yeah. And throwing him out like a Paperboy. Yeah, this is know? this is Peter. Say hello to Peter. No, we don't. There's no Peter is Peter on here, right? I, not, I would hope not. That's not in there. That would be a little weird. Yeah. In this case. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Paperboy uh, was primarily created by two guys. Uh, the programmer and designer was John Solwitz, and the artist and designer was David Doc Ralston. Uh, John Solwitz actually worked on... you know, And one of the reasons why I wanted to pick Paperboy is because there's really nothing like it. I mean, there's no... There's no, like... Oh, you got that Paperboy clone or that other Paperboy game? I mean, there's nothing really (laughs) like Paperboy. It's a really unique title. And it's funny that they haven't really remade it because I think they... They they, they did once. Oof. We don't talk about that. (laughs) Let's not talk about that. I won't talk about Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) Is that when he was in Miami? Yeah. Hmm. R.I.P. Oh, man. To the God. Yep. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's a very unique title and it is a part of that period of time where, you know, you had a lot of single screen games and it was that period of time where they were just kind of getting out of that, you know, out of the Mar- Mario brothers and oh, Donkey yeah, Kong the arc- era. Arcade style. You know, nine, 84, 85 is when you started to see like Kung Fu Master and, you know, uh, games of that ilk that had, had a scrolling, you know, play field. Guerrilla War come around around then maybe. 80, I don't know about 84. Oh. I think it was a oh, little 80, bit later. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 84, 85. You're right, you're right, you're right. right, um, right. Uh, Renegade, I think, maybe came out around that time as well. So, you know, it's it's um, it, it took things in a new direction as, as the technology sort of opened up a little bit. Um, so John, who's the programmer, he worked on Clax. Ooh, Clax um, is a jam, though. Clax is really good. It's it's almost like a um, like a Tetris precursor in a way, you know? The way you're kind of like st- stat, it's it's a puzzle game. Yeah. Um, one of your favorites, a Haunting, starring Poltergeist. Oh, that is that is a tight one. Uh, one we haven't actually jumped into, which we should. Um, one of my um, favorite baseball games, World Series Baseball 2K2, for the Sega Dreamcast. 2K2. I don't. Yeah. I don't even. Also came out on one. the Xbox, huh? I don't remember playing that one. Yep. Uh, actually, I played uh, your favorite uh, Alan Andrews the other night. I played as the Oakland Athletics. Johnny Damon hit the first pitch over the wall. <laughs> hit the last pitch over the wall to win the game. Oh man, Johnny Damon, love you, Johnny Damon. Help the help the the Yankees get their last uh, championship all the way back in two thousand nine. Oof. Let's not talk about that. No, we're not. Um, he worked on Cyberball. Cyberball. Oh. I think it's like a, <coughs> it's like a football game that has like robots or you know. Oh wait, no. What, what's oh, not ro- maybe not robots, but the basketball one. Cyber. It's like a football game. Oh, it's football. Yeah. Oh, okay. He worked on Rampart. Yeah. All, well, those are all. They're all Tengen games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he worked on Super Sprint. Super Sprint. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he even worked on some of the later Medal of Honor games. 
So a guy, around for a, a, while. a guy who's got pedigree and actually, you know, worked on some <laughs> of of really, you know, really influential games and games that were it's from three the classic generations era. deep in Tengen. Um, what What's interesting about Super Sprint is that Super Sprint is, I missed that. <laughs> Super Super Sprint is really the precursor to Off Road. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, it played it that same. It's that, it's, that overhead exactly. With the small. Yep. Oh, all right. Yeah. So that's what that's what Super Sprint is doing, and then. You had off, you know, I don't know if it was Trade West or who it was. Trade, that, yeah, Trade West did. Um, I don't know if they just published it or, or you know, if they actually made the game, but, um, you know, uh, that was that was a, a game that influenced all, you know games that came after it. Probably RC Pro Am as well, you know, because RC Pro Am was sort of rare. Trade West. Yeah. Or, no, a rare was. Um, yeah. Rare did that. Yeah. Um. So you know that that's a really influential game that he worked on, and then uh, Dave worked on Rampart as well. Seven twenty uh, skateboarding. Do you remember Seven Twenty? Yeah, I remember. I remember sucking at it. Oh, uh, you know, I tried it a couple of times on NES. I remember. Oh, uh, I don't know if I played it. I think I have it on Nintendo. Hmm. Um, but I'm trying to think. Uh, I know there was the arcade version. It had like a weird like joystick or. Was it like? Or a, like a, a, it a might have been the ball. Twisty one. Or it might have been. I think it was just the ball. Okay. Yeah. Um. He uh, he conceived. Oh. Trenton, oh. Trenton. He conceived. He birthed. He conceived Skitchen. Oh really? Yep. Man. Was that a Tengen game? No, it was EA. EA. Okay. Yeah. So he was because it was based off Road Rash. Okay, he must have been working at EA then at the time. Um, Rampart again, and I, I wrote that twice. I don't know why. Maybe Rampart's just a really important game. Um, if you remember Maximo uh, for PS2, Maximo was like, um, it was like ghouls and ghosts. It was like the reimagining of ghouls and ghosts in a 3d environment. I had never heard Maximo of versus the army of Zen. And then, uh, fight night streetwise fight like the boxing game. Yeah. Streetwise. I don't know what that is. Are you sure it's not final fight streetwise? Cause that's the F- PS2 game fight night. Sh- <laughs> or is it, is it final fight streetwise? Uh, yeah. It's oh. kept. Yeah. Okay, then it was Final Fight. <laughs> I wrote Fight Night Streetwise. Because, well, Fight Night was a boxing game. Then you said Streetwise. I'm like, they didn't make a boxing game. There was a game called Final Final Fight Streetwise? Yeah. Then that's what it was, Final Fight Streetwise. Which makes sense because he was working at Capcom when he when, well, he, when, he, when he worked on Maximo. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, Final Fight Streetwise. Okay, there you go. Yep, Final yeah. Fight Streetwise. It kind of reminds me of uh, that game that we were playing the other night. The, um, Urban Rain? Urban Rain. Well, yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, I'm, I think it's not supposed to be that good. Okay. I still want to try it out eventually. So the arcade version of Paperboy used this handlebar controller. We'll show a picture it of it. It was literally here. just like a it just looked like a bike, like the bike handlebars. Yep. And it had and it had buttons on the back side for you to be able to throw the yeah. newspapers. And I think you would maybe I'm just was it set up like a dirt bike like if you if you uh turned the uh, thing um, yeah. uh actually no the grip? You actually no you could pull the whole thing back. Or push it forward to go to make him go uh, faster or slower, but okay. it, but it was constantly scrolling and they're constantly riding the bike. But you can, you can sl- speed up, you can and slow, slow down, their yeah. roll, or yeah, exactly, <laughs> slow your roll. Exactly. Um, the commentator in the game sounds just like if if you guys remember Back to the Future Two when Marty gets home, the vo- like the computer voice that turns on everything and opens the door. It's like a lithium mode on. That's that's the commentator for I don't even for remember Paperboy. commentary in the game. Yeah, it's it's we'll we'll play it here for you guys. But he's like, 
and I couldn't pick up exactly what the words were because it's kind of muffled, but he's like, you may not like the news, but you have to try the person that delivers it. And it was like a computer-style voice. Oh. You may not like the news, but you have to admire the person who delivers it. Paperboy. I did. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to it, but I don't. Did, those didn't make the console versions. No. Yeah, because I don't remember no. the audio in the game. No, you didn't have that audio except for the dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you, actually, it says it right here. You, I, you push the handlebars to accelerate. You pull back to slow down. So that was right. So that's kind of like an interesting. Like that's definitely like a big thing that would make it different from any other game that was out. Just that the play, like the handlebar. Like oh, yeah. What, like, what, what game what, what had like game? a handlebar? I mean, you had steering wheels for the racing games. Well, uh, you're right, because Hang On, I don't think, came out until 85, and that had the full bike with the with the uh, handlbars. Yeah. There was a lot. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of different So it might be the first, it might be the first game. It might be the first game with a handlebar controller. Yeah, because then they had a couple dirt bike mm-hmm. games that would use it. Yeah. So... Th- the game is, is centered around the goal of completing a week's worth of newspaper delivery. That's what you have to do a whole week. Mm-hmm. If you do a whole week, you win You win the game. I can relate. Um, you have to avoid obstacles while making sure you deliver the papers to your subscriber, subscribers, either by landing a paper in the mailbox, in the mailbox or slapping it on the door on the front step. And at the end of the street, there's an obstacle course. It's like a bonus round. So you don't lose a character or, or die or mess up your deliveries if you crash in the obstacle course, but you can rack up extra points. Does it give you unlimited papers on that part, or do you only have a set amount to hit the targets? Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't I, I don't think you have unlimited amount. It's still the, the, the newspapers that you carry over. Oh. Uh, um, I believe I could be wrong about that. Um, but there's basically targets set up all throughout this obstacle course, and you're just trying to fling them left and right and all over the place to... To basically hit these targets, and if you hit one, you get the extra points. You know, and it's kind of satisfying. Like you see the target kind of like push over. <laughs> yeah. You know, knocks over. Yeah, and there's jumps you can you know flop over you know, or and jump. You get to jump. the end. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, you know, so that that keeps it interesting. And then there's there's three different difficulty levels. So there's an easy street. There's a like a, a middle of the road, and then there's a hard uh, street, which has just more subscribers, right? Um, more obstacles. Oh, you know, did they not have? Oh, I I thought what like one had like more. We had to deliver more papers than another one. No, so you, so basically the way the game works is that if you complete the whole street at one day and get all the subscribers, <coughs> don't you get a new one? You get another subscriber. Yeah, and if anybody that you missed actually unsubscribes, and the whole idea is you have to have at least one subscriber by the end of the week to win the game. Yeah, and it was kind of like, I mean, it, it was kind of easy to like remember, but like at the be- the beginning of each level, it like it show you the course, and then it would sh- like the houses would blink. I think yes. it was which ones, yep. and then you would yep. like you'd kind of have to re- they'd almost be, or they'd be white, and the ones that wouldn't be subscribers would be darker. Yeah, or gray. So you kind of had to kind of like you you visually look at it. You're like, all right, those are the ones you need to hit. Like you kind of kind of exactly. Gotta, I mean, there was kind of tells. That you could tell like you who also, was a subscriber. So this I didn't who wasn't. know, and I learned that from from doing the research. You actually get points if you throw newspapers at the houses that aren't subscribers. No, yeah. As you do damage, you get you get points for that. Oh, damage. Yeah. Oh, I thought you could throw. All right. I feel like you could like throw one on the thing, and you'd still get like a point or something like that. No, if, you threw if you're it like breaking their... windows and stuff, you're getting you're uh-huh. getting tons of points. Yeah. So it, I mean, let's talk about points for a minute. Points. Like, that was a thing at that point. 
you know, like getting points in games, but I feel like in the in the classic era, it's arcade what, games, you know, yeah. you get that high score, you want to get your initials at the top of the list. That's what it is. But then they kind of carried that over to, to like console games, and we were still like point getting in like Super Mario. Who who cared mm. about points in Super yeah. Mario Brothers? It only cared in games. Like you wanted to get published in Nintendo Power, that's how you would do it, you know. Take a picture of your screen, yeah. stand six feet away. I mean, the only, I mean, yeah, points in Mario was like you want to get a hundred coins to get a free life. Right, that like, was it. Point, like there was, it didn't but, even. But you remember there was like a point no, I know, scroll but it top. never, it never kept, it never was like you, it never kept track of like a high score or something in the game. Yeah, you know. The only thing I can think of in like competition in that respect was when we played games later on, like in Daytona USA or F-Zero, where the whole idea was oh, you want to yeah. get a better track time well, yeah, than your a, buddy. And like if he would have the better track time, then you would be like, okay, I got to I gotta see yeah. if I can get a better track time, you know? And that would be kind of the back and forth that you'd have, almost like the, you know getting the highest point total, you know? We, we kind of carried that forward, but uh, after a while, people were like, I don't care about the points. It's about, you know, it winning the game. I don't remember, but it didn't give you like an extra live and... Paperboy, if you got a certain amount of points, no, I don't think so. I don't, not that, not that I, not that I found or that I saw in the research. Yeah, so I think I mean, you, it was a set number. It's of not lives. like they're gonna get rid of points if they already had it in the arcade game, you know. No, I know, I know. Um, yeah. So, uh, Easy Street, Middle of the Road, and Hard Way. Those are the three different courses you the can hard take. Hard Way. Um. The Hard Way. And and after every day, so after every day, you would see like there'd be a newspaper that would flash up on the screen. Yeah, the headline of the day. Yeah, it would tell you like the day of the week, and then the news stories would be like, "Paperboy uh, saves you." Local paperboy <laughs> yeah. stops thieves. Mysterious vandalism baffles police. Um, and it basically, it would just kind of give clues about like what you did the day before. Yeah. You know, um, uh, all of the uh, it's funny all the text in the news newspapers like so there's like the titles of the articles squiggles no it says blah 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 oh, blah does blah it? blah <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that's funny that they actually did that you know it's exactly what you would say you know in a newspaper article um uh, speaking of the game itself like i i always found i don't know about you but like i always found that the difficulty of paperboy to be like insane from the beginning like you, you i was always like on edge about crashing <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, that was a, like you could go off the curb and you'd just like fall over. And, and it would <laughs> fall over and you'd be like, shit, you know? Yeah, it's like I'm on a bike. I can go off a goddamn curb. Yeah, it was like, like a few inches. Or like if you there was like, I, I don't know, like the sand or like a rock or something like. Yeah. And then sometimes like sometimes you'd be like just just, just pedaling and just going. And then you're like, then you got to like slow down in an instant and you're like, you're trying to slow down and like lean to the Steer. left and right to like to yeah. try to make you go even slower just so you could try and throw the paper and like hit the door. <laughs> Shit, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I went too far. Because <laughs> uh, you could pick up like extra papers too. Yeah, you on could. some parts, yeah. Well, you'd have to because you wouldn't want to run just, out. Yeah, you'd just be like, yeah, you know? if you're just like throwing them out. And you can use the newspapers to stop any obstacles that are coming at you, like if there's a dog coming at yeah. you or, <laughs> or like a runaway lawnmower or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or you get the guys like working on his car, and you throw it, and then, like the car falls on him. <laughs> yeah, like the like the the roof, like the hood goes down and like traps yeah. him, and he's like, ah! uh, you know, very very quickly you notice the like the the challenge with the isometric viewpoint and throwing the newspapers because you have it's like the isometric view makes it hard to kind of like kind of yeah, it's you it, gotta 
I mean, especially if you're farther away from the house, like yeah, if you're the in the road, if, you're in the, if you ever like get off of the the sidewalk, you can't get back onto the sidewalk until, until you find like the, the little driveway dip, or like the little dips. So the end of get, the sidewalk. You can get yeah. back, and a lot of times there's an obstacle. Which, is, there. which I mean, and then there's cars coming in the kinda, streets. Kind of stupid because I mean, you're on a bike, you can just hop over a curb. Right. But I mean, I get it. It's got to have some kind of difficulty. But I was, like, it does. I, take, I just said it here. You can't hop the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, even though you're on a bike. Um, what was I saying? Oh. I'm saying because it does kind of you like the if you like you just never played Paperboy and like you're just going like that first time like throwing papers you're like what the hell like because you gotta kind of you gotta gotta figure out the speed and then like the angle at which you're going right like right. if you if you you gotta pedal slow pedal fast unless you're just like throwing it right into the mail right into the mailbox and then all the while you gotta worry about all the all the <laughs> shit that you're gonna you're gonna encounter dogs so kids it's running not just, and yeah it's not just you know making sure you can throw the the newspaper in the mailbox it's everything else i mean there's there's cats and dogs running everywhere there's uh kids on big wheels there's cars backing up there's uh oh doesn't it like it, it like backs up really fast and then goes back in yeah it's, it's, it's like a carnival there, game there, there's a, there's a little kid running around runaway lawnmowers and and uh, you and, know how those lawnmowers go you know that you turn yeah. them on they woo <laughs> and the best part there's some guy Fucking break dancing! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's and right. just doing twirls, even though he looks like he's trying to suck himself <laughs> off. You know, like he just looks. Yeah, like... Yeah, what's that two frame animation where it's <laughs> yeah. like, er, 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 and then, like you throw. He literally it... looks like he's like trying to like gargle on himself. The way he's <laughs> he's literally upside down. He's he's in between his legs. I understand. Spinning around. <laughs> and then you throw a paper at him, he just stops. Right. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I totally forgot um, about that guy. Th- there's a there's a monster reaching out from the storm drain. Uh, for some it. reason, and then there's there's two guys beating the fucking ever loving <laughs> shit out of each other. Oh, is that like a fist fight. it's like a clout, or is it, or are they just, just standing just punching. on the side, just fucking smashing each other? And you can stop them by by throw, by throwing. Of course, a that's that's what helps stop fist fights. Just throw a paper, and they're and they're in broad daylight. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a rough neighborhood. <laughs> some of the houses are fucking huge, though. What if I just kick the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of you? <laughs> then do I get the money? <laughs> um, it, all, it all makes for a hard time, right? Just like the big boss man it said, all, it, yeah, serving hard times. He would, he would, he would circle that that nightstick, man. Yeah, he would just <laughs> fling that thing like around. A, he was like so a good. baton, big Bubba. <laughs> yeah, but big it's, Bubba it's, it's it's the kind of game that. Even though it's really difficult, you kind of want to keep jumping back in and see if you can oh, beat, yeah. beat your last. It's yeah, it's one of those where you're like, you know, all right, progress. You're like, now, now I have it figured out. Right now, now I it's memorized. Addictive. I memorized like all the spots. Now I can throw the paper, throw the paper, knock this guy out, hit this one, dodge this, go that. Kind of get used to it. Right. I mean, in you know, honestly, in a way, it's like it's like a reimagined version of Frogger, in a way. Because you got like sort you're, of, you're trying sort to dodge well, you're, you're, all this other things and you're trying to get to the yeah. end. I mean, it, it kind of it's another play on that type of a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got you. With a little wrinkle thrown in with the with, 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 with the papers, but I think that personally, I think the graphics are really well depicted. I know that you're kind of you know pulled out a little bit and and you know you're seeing everything from a from a far away view, but like the houses almost look poly like polygonal. The way that they're they're because the like the isometric view forces the designer forced the designers to have to kind of make everything look three dimensional in a way yeah you know and I thought that they did a really good job creating the houses like the NES version is three colors so it's really really yeah. not great but 
just like the arcade version especially. I thought they did a pretty good job. You know, so is the game, is it literally just a week and then that's it? But it's a week, yeah. But you can do the three different op- like courses. So you can do Easy Street, Middle of the so Way. So it's like Easy Street, is it five days or seven days? Seven days. So it's you have just to, like... You have, get, you have to get to Sunday, I think. So and it's sun- just... And Sunday is... Sunday, I think you super move, you, move, you move slower because it's got like the Sunday edition. It's like the so it's fatter. heavier. Yeah, yeah. Is it really? I think so. I I've never got to. So that's the thing. I never I've never actually <laughs> beaten a week in any of any paper. So there's game. really only three like levels, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's you know it's like you said like talking about Frogger. It's like it's part obstacle avoidance, part resource management, right? Because you got to make sure you don't lose you know get rid of all your papers, part point collecting. You know, so it, it really makes a dynamic experience playing this game because there's a lot of things that you're kind of looking out for or doing at the same time, you know, which which makes it unique. You know, it gives yeah. it its own special flair. I mean, there's nothing really like Paperboy. So, you know, that's, that's just kind of uh, its thing. Um, it's kind of like the way that we – the thing that always, like, tickled me Ooh. When, I, when I would play the game. Pause. Is it's just like – it's a way to kind of act out like your deepest, kind of dirtiest desires about Whoa, being. being we're, are we talking about Paperboy? <laughs> about let me finish about being a, a kid who you know you remember like you always had that asshole neighbor or that fucking douchebag that lived across the way that you were just like I wish I could just throw a rock right through his window, you know, yeah, or like that or like that kind old, of neighbors you or, like, or like that old man who like wanted you to stay off his grass all the time <laughs> and like. <laughs> Get off my porch, yeah. white trash. <laughs> I don't know. I no, feel, I, I mean, I understand the stereotype. Yeah, you can have, like, that jerk neighbor, right? Yeah. And so, like, it was a way to kind of act that out in a way, you know, and, and you know. Throw a paper through their window. Throw a paper <laughs> through their window. Um, <laughs> you don't subscribe? I throw a paper through your window. <laughs> but, like, and then I wrote this down, like the, like, the feeling of, like, throwing the newspaper through... Like 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 the like the unsubscribers' windows. Like yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> chuck these things. I'm gonna break all your windows. It's like it's like the same thing that makes you want to jump into like a mosh pit and like just start throwing yeah. know, fists around. No, I got you. Let yeah. out some aggression. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, you could act out in the game without consequence, right? I mean, it, was, it wasn't like you were gonna get in trouble for doing that. It was a video game, you know. It was like it was like mental masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Man, paperboy, huh? Who knew it could be that deep? <laughs> Just throwing papers. So deep, Trenton. <laughs> Ooh. So deep. You got to fit that thing in the box. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stuff that yeah. thing in there. <laughs> All um, right. Now we're going to the, the sexual erotic <laughs> fantasies of a paperboy fantasy. Well, I got to tell a, so I got to tell a story that is kind of unrelated, but it's kind of related. Um, I don't know why I'm telling this story, but it's, oh, it's not. Well, a per, it's here not, we go. <laughs> it's not a perfect analog, but. The idea of like destroying something beautiful that has its own like has its own romantic <laughs> aspects in like a twisted way. So, my parents own a bakery, a, a Italian bakery, and and they salute the flag every morning. We do. We salute the Italian flag every day. But uh, I can remember we had just <laughs> opened the bakery maybe a, a couple of years before. This is probably 1991, 92, around there. Probably around the time that Paperboy was coming out on, on, on you know, the, oh, yeah, it all ties the modern together. platforms <laughs> of the day. And my brother was so crazy. My brother, Sebi, was so nuts. Him, and I can't remember if it was our cousin. Bro, did you get the scones or what? <laughs> scones. We didn't have scones at the time. And uh, so the 
the bakery is on is on a major route in our town, which kind of leads to the main city, which is Hartford. So there's a lot of there's a lot of fast moving cars that are on that road. You know, uh, it's called Route Six, or it's it's Route Six. Yeah. And and so there's a lot of fast moving cars on that road, and they got the wide the the really bright idea of taking um, rocks about this big and throwing them into the street as cars were driving by. Oh yeah, I did that. Well, not big rocks. No, this is these are rocks that are oh, about we, the size of a golf ball. Oh no, we didn't do that. Yeah, so they decided it'd be fun to throw rocks into the. And, and this Who? Is, this is this is <laughs> this is from from the bakery, which is. Based oh, your brother did. Sevi, yes. <laughs> so this is he probably had to throw it about 150 <clears throat> feet to get it into the road. So it was it was a pretty good distance away, and I don't know what was in his head doing that. But here you go. There's a there was a car that had <laughs> these people had just It could go no other way. So, so next door to the ba- pulled out of, oh Next God. door to the bakery <laughs> is a car dealership. It's a Ford dealership. Columbia Ford. <laughs> and there was a family that had just bought a brand Focus n- a brand new Explorer. F- Ford Taurus F150. Oh, Ford Clitoris. <laughs> that was the 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 upper echelon. That was, that was, that was the yeah. higher end one. Yeah. Nice. Um, and they had just pulled a right out of out of the Ford dealership to head <laughs> hook, hook a right to head back home in their brand new Ford Taurus. Hey, once it's off the lot, <laughs> my brother hucks a rock. <laughs> it was like perfect timing. It into was the like... road. <laughs> but did They're he driving see it? by? He saw the car coming, or was he just randomly throwing rocks? You think? Like just like no, he was crazy at the time. I think that he was really trying, like just just no. I understand he was getting trying the to hit. Th- getting the thrill out of throwing rocks into the road. No, I know. I, was, I mean, was did he like he was was he looking and seeing like a car coming down the road and he was like trying to time it to hit the car or you think he was just he I was just think, grabbing rocks and like just no, throwing I, them? I think it was let's just throw rocks yeah. and have fun. And I don't think he. It was re- just realized. him. Though. It was just him. No, it was him and my I think my cousin. Oh, your cousin was working there? No, they were just there. He was just there. Oh, oh. Just he visiting. Was. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like, well, he was just like, come out the back door, <laughs> throw some pies in the oven, throw some rocks, go back in. <laughs> no, so I mean, around that time, my brother was probably 12, 13. Hey, that's the time. If you're going to throw rocks, that's the time. <laughs> right? I mean, when, that, that's when you get it in your head that, that you're going to do I that. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes right through the passenger window smashes the passenger window. Was there, there was, someone? Oh, there was a family. So obviously like... There was a kid. In the passenger... It, it was a dad and two sons. And one of the sons was in the was in the passenger front seat and it like traumatized him. The kid... I remember the look of horror on this kid's face. The car screeched. Like just screeched. Wait, so why home. were you there? Because we didn't have a babysitter and it was... I can remember it was like it was like getting dark. So it was probably like six o'clock. You were just like kneading the dough. In I the was. Back. Just, it was. It was so nineteen ninety. Let's say it was ninety two. I was. You know, six, uh, eight, eight years old. So it was. You know, I don't know if I, maybe I had like a soccer practice and I had just come from that or whatever. So, anyways, we were there, and and I heard the smash. I heard the screech. And it wasn't Stone Cold's theme music. No, right? it wasn't. <laughs> And this guy pulled in and was just like a bat out of hell, I mean, just unloading on the both of them, on on my cousin and Sebi, and just the look of horror on everybody's face. 
and my father coming out and he had the eight, you know, he had the apron on. Hey, what are you fucking yeah. doing out yeah. here? You fuck. Yeah. This guy goes, it's a brand new car. We just pulled it off the lot. He's throwing rocks in the street. I was like, this is awesome. I was <laughs> Did like, your I dad just slapped the shit out of everyone he, he, and you two just for being there. No, no, no. <laughs> my, my brother Sebi was in, was just, in deep. Just everyone's getting like slapped deep, just for being just there. Just the deepest shit ever. My dad had to pay for this guy's Whoa, window. Obviously. He like all, like all of the repair. It was, I don't know how much it was for him to do that, but like, I remember my brother was on the shit list for like a long time after that. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's pretty rough, but like we wouldn't have the story. Like if that, if that wasn't the case, you know, like what kind of crazy kid throws rocks onto a main, like, like, like highway. I mean, we, you're lucky you got away with it without, without, you know, we, (laughs) I don't know if ours was any worse. We would, you would take like the the little, like rocks and stuff, like the little ones. And, uh, if you're Mansfield Ave, like if you were going down Mansfield Ave at the bottom where, like Megan's house is. Yeah. If you kept going like, Mansfield? over that bridge that goes over yeah. the, yep. we would just kind of like drop them over like the bridge. So they oh, would like, that happened yeah. to me. That, ha- that happened to me heading to Walmart one night. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's kind of what my we win- did. My windshield got smashed. But it wasn't at night, you know, Here's, that was at night, right? That's like even worse. Oh, it was terrible. I had to have my wife come and pick me up because my, my registration was expired. But we didn't. We we did it. We literally did it one time because like some lady like pulled over her car. She's like, "What are you kids doing throwing rocks over the?" And that was like the last time we did oh, it. You know? It wasn't like we're just doing it like every week. We yeah, did yeah. it like one time. For, well, like, this was one time. It wasn't like my brother, you know, was doing this every day. Yeah. But man, good good aim, huh? Just connecting <laughs> right in the windshield. It's a solid arm. <laughs> good thing it wasn't the the good thing it wasn't like the body, you know, because that would have been probably worse. You know, if, you like, if you like, oh, if you like, if you like, dented the, you know, the door or no. something like that. No, know? well, I mean, I know the window is definitely worse because you smash a window. No, it no, goes no, no, into no. Someone, no, I know, goes. but nobody was hurt. I'm just saying, like, in terms of like cost, you know, if you like, if you like ripped like the paint off of like this car. Yeah, I guess you'd you know? have to replace the whole door. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so that was uh. That's paper boy. Uh, yeah. So that was. Uh, I mean, was I was a, a paper boy. You know. I'm getting to that. <laughs> Um, get to it. Yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about reviews of this game. The Genesis version is supposed to be the you know the best version of of Paperboy when it comes to faithful ports. There's a Nintendo version as well. Um, you know, it's, so I, I have the Super Nintendo version. That's the one right. I remember playing, but it's and that's the one I have history with Paper as well. Paperboy two. Paperboy two. I don't have a whole lot of history with the original. Um. So what is? But is, it is a classic of the golden age of arcade the, games. Is the Genesis Paperboy Paperboy, or is that Paperboy 2, but just only Paperboy on the Genesis? It ha- so Genesis has both, Paperboy and Paperboy oh, 2. Oh, they do. Yep. Yep. But we, I own the, the the Paperboy 1 on Genesis, and I think you have Paperboy 2 on Super Nintendo. Yeah, so Paperboy... Jesus, so confusing. So Paperboy didn't come out on Super Nintendo. That was a Nintendo, and then only right. Paperboy 2 is on Super Nintendo. Right. Okay. And it's right. not by Tengen, obviously. Yeah. So I don't know how it compares to the Genesis. I'm sure it's slower. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a while. I guess. Paperboy two. Yeah, on the Super Nintendo, I'm sure it, like runs. So slower. Paperboy. Uh, uh, I remember. I mean, Paperboy two was made by Mindscape. Yeah. Paper on 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 Super Nintendo, whereas Tengen made the Genesis version. Yeah. So the Genesis version is regarded as better yeah. than the Super Nintendo. I'm sure it is. Because the big uh, surprise, huh? Well, the 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 Paperboy two on Super Nintendo is ju- is is basically just an upscaled NES port. Yeah, but I mean, I remember. I mean, from back in the day, I I remember enjoying yeah. it. But 
who knows how it holds up. So, um, as you, you you mentioned it a couple of times, um, you know, that our friends probably found out by now that um, not only you have experience playing the game, but you were living the dream as well because you... Uh, it's a true statement that you were a paper bitch, a uh, paper boy. Oh, paper. <laughs> the paper slut. <laughs> what was it like being a paper boy? Oh, it was so much fun. I mean, I was like, I was, <laughs> I remember trying to like become a paper boy, the Chronicle. I don't even remember how you like. I think you just like called up, called, and you're called like, up hey, and said, I want to become hey, a paper I'm, boy. Yeah, I want to be, <laughs> I want to be a paper boy, and it's like, it's kind of like a. It's weird because it's like a job where it's there's you know there's one person that can do it, and it's not like you can go other places because you're like, wait, I mean, when did I start? I was like, do you have a like fifth, a, you fifth you grade like a route that you had to do? Where you? Yeah, was, I think I started in fifth, fourth, or fifth grade or something like that. So I was like nine, nine or ten. So it's like a job where it's like you just put your name in and hopefully, hopefully like someone quits because it's like you can only do mm. the route that's like includes your house. So it's like if they have someone, then it's like oh, that's already doing that route. Like where are you gonna, where are you gonna, you gonna true. ride your bike two miles away yeah, and go exactly. like, <laughs> you know, you're nine, you can't right. really. So yeah, yeah, you have like a certain sort of route. I don't remember. I remember, I think it was like the owner of it when they started. He like brought me in his car and like just drove me around. Where your route was the, gonna be? Showed me the route and it's pretty much you had the, the little fruity bag, the, the knapsack, little, little like it had. I like remember the, that it had the orange strap. Right? Yeah, it had to be fluorescent so yeah. the cars can see you. How many na- newspapers would you carry at a time? Uh, I think mine was like forty, something like that. Some close and to that's that. All maybe you, that's 50. all you needed to to yeah. to carry with you and bring. Yeah, it was like fifty something. Because I kind of broke it up into like two parts. I the route I had was kind of it was like starts from my house, goes around, and then I would come back to my house, and that would be like thirty papers. And then I would, so I'd go with my house here. I go to the right, do come around in a circle, come mm-hmm. back to my house, and then go to the left, the other side of the street, and then go down this other street, and then come back. So I kind of like broke it up into two parts. It'd be like if you just went did went all the way through, it'd be like a half hour. Oh, that's roughly. not bad. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you're working for. I mean, you know, you're nine, ten. You're making. How do you get paid? How do you get paid for that? You. Really <laughs> it's like underage work. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that. I mean, I don't know how they. Consider. I'm sure there's certain things like that that are exempt from like the child, you know. Yeah, because it's like abuse laws or whatever. Like at the end of the so, I don't know if if no one's ever did a paper on how it works is, you'd get your papers like every week you deliver them and then Friday would be where you collect you collect the money from the people, um or sometimes this I mean Jesus was like collect the money. This was almost like before. It was like before <laughs> it was before the internet was around. Yeah. So it Damn. was like either either you'd go in, you'd get it. They'd get a cheaper rate than like it would say the papers were like fifty cents. So and ours was Monday through Saturday. So it'd be if you went and bought them at the store or whatever, it'd be three dollars. And then if you got the delivery, it's two dollars for the whole week. So you'd get out of school two dollars for the whole for week. the whole week. Yeah. So you'd oh. save like a dollar. You know, and then you don't have to go anywhere and get them. True. You'd have someone just deliver them to your house. So it's like you get out of school around like two thirty, come back home and start delivering papers, and then you'd be done in like a half hour. But I mean, you weren't. I mean, I guess for the the only way you really make money on that is if the customers tip you. So in a way, you you basically at the end of the week you have to pay pay for the papers. 
you know, it's like who has to pay for the papers? Like you do. In a way, you collect the money from everyone and like everything above like the $2 is, is what you keep. Okay. You know. So like so the houses, it's like, the so houses you, would have to pay every week. There wasn't like they just sent in a like a well, payment some, for the year. Well, some some people some people paid like they would pay the they'd have like whatever cuz this was before the internet. So you couldn't like you'd have to I guess you'd have to call send over the an, phone send or, send, or send in a check. You know, because you couldn't just go online and give them your card. I think you maybe you could go give your card over the phone back then. Probably. But yeah, it was either that or they they back then everyone was using checks, so they'd probably just send in a personal check. To My the, wife sends checks to all of our <laughs> creditors now. Yeah, I know. But yeah, they would. I think some of them would just some of them would pay like like a month in advance, or do they just pay for the whole month or whatever? They send in a check or whatever. So if you had forty houses. You had to, and you know, I don't know, whatever. So it was $2. You had to have give give the cron- the paper company $80, and you'd keep the rest, mm-hmm. which it would did come you, out. Did you have any people that gave you these? Yeah, most, they'd give you like 50 cents or a dollar extra on top of this. Sometimes they just like, because most people weren't, you deliver the paper around like 3 o'clock. Most people are working. So they just like leave it in the mailbox in an envelope. You just take it. Was it after school? After yeah. You? Okay. So you'd end up with like average, you'd get like $20, $25 a week. Well, it's not bad. Yeah, for like you know, did, it's did, basically did the Chronicle pay you as well. No, no, no. So maybe that's how they. There's like a way of working because you they're technically not paying you. Okay. You know All what right. I mean. So you're like doing it for free. <clears throat> yeah. Because you want to. Well, I mean, you're 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 getting. I don't know how. Like you're getting money, but the Chronicle is not. The tips. Yeah, and there might. I think they might. There's like a certain amount where they can. Um, Maybe you're not paying for the full amount. Like when you give, when you're paying the Chronicle, whatever you got to give them sixty bucks. Maybe there's they cut it under a little bit so you can at least get something guaranteed. Oh, okay. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah so I got you. I got you. You'd usually end up with like twenty, twenty-five dollars a week for two, two and a half hours of work. Total. I mean, that's a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. The only thing that sucked was you know Saturday morning. You'd have to get up at like seven and deliver the papers. Okay. So people have their Saturday morning. Yeah, because they want it early in the morning. Yeah. Because after it'd be like if you didn't get your paper to people by like nine in the morning on Saturday, they'd start calling. They'd start calling um the, the Chronicle. I'm like, where's my paper? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it was only like grandma coming out in her moo moo. Yeah, looking for it. But that's I mean that's how it was. Mm. So, but I mean it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I mean that's literally how I paid for all my wrestling figures and all my games back then. Was like whatever I mean. It's on pretty my paper cool though. Wrote. I mean, it teaches you a discipline. You know, it gets you to to value what you're doing and you know saving some money. But oh yeah, put I would in, put in hard work. I'd like so I after a while I know like which customers would be tipping me so I could figure out. So I'd like write it down in my, in my little notebook like all right. So I'm gonna get this much from this person and I know how much I'd have at you? the, at the end right. of the week so I could get like go to KB and buy some wrestling figures. You would already like pick something <laughs> oh, out. Yeah, you yeah. Knew. And there was one. There was a uh, one lady that would pay like a whole month in advance. So like once a month I'd be like, all right, so I'm basically getting like thirty dollars from this one oh, house, damn. you know. So I'd be oh, like, she really did you well. Well, no, she would just she would just pay like whatever ten weeks. So I'd get like so like if one person just gonna pay you all at once, it's kind of like getting like thirty dollars for free because oh, you don't okay. really notice two dollars right, every week. Right, but right, if you right. get thirty dollars, I'm gonna be like, oh, I got you. Shit. Yeah. So you, you know how many wrestling figures I'm gonna buy with this? <laughs> you, so like that that one time like every few months you'd get like. Oh, nice! This is like thirty bucks right it's a big, now. It's a big this. one. I'm gonna get like sixty dollars this week. Yeah. The whale, yeah, nice. The only time it would 
so the only real work you ever had to do is if it was raining. Mm. The so how would you do that? They so they they leave like the the papers on with your the lawn sli- with the sleeve. No, they like in a in a bundle with like like a like a zip tie. They just leave the papers in, yeah. in your front yard. So if it was raining, they'd put them in like a big plastic bag, and then you'd have to. If it was raining when you were delivering, you had to put them all in plastic bags. The sleeves. Yeah. But, but you'd also be getting wet, right? I mean, how would you? Yeah. You'd just be soaked. I mean, you got to deliver them. Yeah, if my mom, do? sometimes my mom was home, she would drive and she'd drive me. But I mean, you know, usually I just have my little Walkman on with my cassettes. Yeah, you just just roll with it, right? Yeah. So the the only other the only other thing that sucked is if like the people weren't home. I'd, I'd sometimes on like I'd have to go back out on like Sunday nights, like around like five or six, and like go to their houses and try to get the money from them. Oh, if they didn't, because uh, you know people are working yeah. during the day, so if they don't leave it out in an envelope, like you got to go back. You literally got to go back and get it. Yeah. Oh, sometimes it work out though, because sometimes people would skip a few weeks and you'd forget to go get it. So then when you go get it, you're like ten dollars. You're like nice, I got ten dollars right now. There you go. <laughs> and then, just, dude. If when the best so it kind of it kind of taught you a little bit about money management and all that stuff too at the same time. I mean, money management just to spend it on resumes. Well, yeah, t- I know, yeah, but no, you I know, know what I mean. Like, yeah, you, know, you you could you could budget yourself in terms of what you wanted to get, and then you knew that that hard work was going to pay off in whatever you wanted. Yeah, you you would cake on Christmas. You you know you think a mailman gets like tips, but like when you're like a ten year old delivering papers, they're like, oh, he, he's a nice kid. You know, give, give him a few bucks. So yeah, you, I'd I you know I'd give him like little Christmas cards or whatever like the week before. Nice. And then so on like you you get like a couple hundred dollars like after you make nice. like two three hundred dollars. You tips. buy a whole system with that. <laughs> I know that was like caked out. Do you ever do you ever buy games? Uh well I mean I don't know if I did with like that money uh, like all at once. But I mean, that's literally how I would pay for all your hobbies, all, all my game, like games, figures, and CDs. Yeah, nice, good. I mean, it it, it taught you how to, you know, you worked hard because you. I you literally get, had you get that the money, and I think I had that until all the stuff you wanted. Until like, oh, <laughs> I think you just got something on eBay. <laughs> Watched item ends in fourteen minutes. Sega Saturn console and four games lot. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> I'm still I'm still watching Saturn lots even though I have yeah just to see what it goes for yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean I mean it was definitely worth it to do be I don't know like I'm sure like kids don't want to they probably have no drive to be a paper boy now no they just want to play Minecraft <laughs> and, and, and Minecraft and what's the other what's the other one uh, I mean Fortnite Fortnite Jesus but I mean yeah it was mm. it was pretty straight you know it, it wasn't like hard. You know, you could yeah. just bust it out and like if you were going really fast, you had something to do after school. You right. bang it out in like I mean, I did that pretty much until it could drive. You know, it's like you get like oh, really? an actual job. So you did it for like six years. Yeah, probably until I think of soft. Yeah, like a sophomore, because then like you know I got a job at McDonald's. Basically until I was sixteen. I had it until I was six because I remember I had to put in the, like my notice like oh I got like an actual job now so I'm not gonna be doing the paper route. Yeah. Good, Good times. times. <laughs> the Chronicle with Tubi. Tubi, that was the uh, mascot. Yeah, and it's like three of my other friends had. I remember Johnny Zabori had one for a while. Nick Desitel, I think he had one. I know. I remember like if I, we were going on vacation, then mm. I had to have to get someone to cover, cover my for route. You. Yeah, and I just give him like twenty bucks or whatever, nice. <coughs> whatever I would make. You know. Yep. Yep. Sweet dude. Tight, huh? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, those are those are the stories I want to hear. Um, just very briefly, we'll just talk about Paperboy <laughs> Two. 
It's about <laughs> we got that was that was a great story. <laughs> Wrap it up. That, that was a great story. Um, but Paperboy Two, essentially the difference with Paperboy Two, it was a direct to console. You can you go on both sides of the street. So you start the first way going up to the left. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> we're getting hit from both ends. Yeah, and you go to and you go to the right. <laughs> You cross the street and you can you play. You go from left to right. Check it out. From you, left to right. You can play as a boy or a girl. Mad progressive. <laughs> a boy or a girl at this time. It was like it was like when Pac-Man went to Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> oh man, Miss Pac-Man's a better game. I'll say it. I'll Don't say give it. a fuck. Um, memories, Trenton. There's not really a whole lot to say about Paperboy too. It's decent, but Paperboy is the one that, you know, people well, always... Well, yeah. I mean, Paperboy 2 is the one I, I played on Super two Nintendo. 2 is the one that I played, though. And <clears throat> and so, you know, I, I played... Again, this is a, another Alex Easton joint. So, Alex was the Super... Who? He was the Super <laughs> Nintendo kid. So, going over his house, that's where we'd play, like, um, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. You know, we played American Gladiators over at his house. Oof. We enjoyed it. No, I know. We enjoyed it. I get you. Brett Hull Hockey. Oh yeah, he was big in the sports 95? games. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a pretty good game. At least I, I remember it being good. It's accolade, and right? then uh, yeah, accolade was hit or miss, and uh, and Paperboy too. I just remember having a, a, just a ton of fun playing Paperboy too. It was just again pick up and play. You know the fact that you could go on both sides of the street, the target course. It just it it played really well. I felt like the the controls were really responsive. You know when that game, and that was you know those were those were just the games in the rotation that we used to have. Being at Alex's house when we would when, when I would go over there, it's just you know we would throw in Paperboy, we'd throw in you know uh, uh, Major League Baseball starring Ken Griffey Jr. We'd throw in Brett Hull hockey, and it was just so. Whenever I think of Paperboy too, I think of I think of Ken Griffey in those games, and you know just that time of being at at Alex's house and, and all those memories. He had a bunch of um, uh, foster siblings because his mom was a foster mom, you know. So um, you know we were you know spending time with some of them and and just that. His whole the whole thing there was completely different. So it was it was uh you know it was fun times at the Easton residence or should I say the Carpenter residence um, <laughs> with with Alex and his uh, yeah and, and his peeps and uh, they had dachshunds they had little dachshunds little dogs dogs yeah those are fun to play with you know sick yeah <laughs> Ricky was always really cool his mom she used to take us all over the place we used to go to like Six Flags. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah really she's, ball out. She she would take us everywhere. She was she was great. I miss Ricky, and uh, and then we come back and play some Paperboy. Yeah, so <laughs> top the day off, you know. It was that was always like a fun <clears throat> thing whenever, like you had like a sports thing or something like that, or you oh. went or you went somewhere and then that's what it was all when about. You, when you, when you got home, you like settle in, play some game. You settle in. You play some video games. You know, you're not, you're over at your buddy's house, so you're playing games that. <clears throat> Maybe you never haven't seen before or haven't played a lot of and oh I hear you so it was it was it, that was like the second part right it was like it was like you had your first part you're gonna ride some roller coasters and then you go you're gonna go to your buddy's house and then you're gonna experience all these new games that you haven't played before so it's like a second thrill of yeah of, of, that was like of, when of we're, the night we were talking about uh, the Killer Instinct when I was I would go to Jesse Cl- that's the one yeah. I, I don't I, that's the one I remember the most because you know we played soccer we were either I don't know if we were on the same team but we were. Pretty much like everyone had games at the same, the same time. time. So it was like I just remember we'd have soccer games at either, and then I'd like end up going back to his house, and we just literally just not even change, just go back, just go downstairs and start yeah. playing like Killer Instinct or 
whatever Nintendo or Sega yeah. game. You know? But you'd also have like like you'd either be making popcorn or you'd have like a pizza. Oh yeah. Know, you know, and like you know, mom, his mom would like rent a couple movies from like the local video store, so you'd have like some new. Mo- it was just like. Oh, you looked forward to it because there was there was so many new experiences. Wait, I don't remember renting movies that much as a kid. Oh, we did. It was pretty. It was mainly. It was pretty much just all video games. I don't remember renting movies like as much as I do video games. Howard the Duck. No, no one, no one. That's we rented Howard the Duck. It was a big failure. Even back then, you might be the only person that rented it. Yeah, we didn't know. It was like a anthropomorphic. You know, yeah, stuffed duck. Yeah, I don't remember renting movies until like a little bit, probably around like when the '64 came out, and we, you know, we would rent Mall Rats, Half Baked, mm-hmm. like stuff like South Park movie. I remember when that South. <laughs> that's another story. It's a great movie. When the South Park movie came out, we we're like, oh shit! Rode our bikes to Blockbuster, got it, brought it Beavis back. Beavis and Butthead do America. Yeah, like yeah, like those are the ones I remember, like renting. Not. We were, when we got older, we could actually just go to the store and rent them ourselves, you know? I remember when, when you got a little bit older and you could actually go to the store and rent movies and you and your buddies would go and find like a movie where you know there was a girl that, that took her top off and sewed her tits, <laughs> but it wasn't considered like, you know, like a porn. Yeah. And well, it was so, like every comedy back then was like some girl was taking her tits out like, yeah. just to make it funny. You know? But like we want to, we want to, you know, we want to see, you know, yeah. we want to see boob. Yeah. So so you'd you'd rent Titties. that even if it was like a ter- a terrible oh, titty talk <laughs> even if it was like a terrible movie just because a girl yeah. you know, took her top off you'd want to see it you know and so you'd, you'd you'd rent that movie and you'd go back and you know play Dude. some play some sixty four and watch some you know watch some boob action I just remember you remember oh man you remember when Wild Things came out oh my god absolutely <laughs> Jesus I went I went to Blockbuster with my but my brother Holy Sebi and we we, 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 re- we brought that back and watched it in his room and I was like this is basically like a softcore porn I, I was like <laughs> was it Denise Richards yeah she was a smoking she was smoking dude uh, Nev Campbell Nev Campbell <sighs> smoking man 98 what? Denise Richards I didn't know Oof. but I didn't know what that like I didn't know that like two girls could be together, like that wasn't in my <laughs> that wasn't in my brain that that could happen. Kevin Bacon, baby, and and you see these two girls making out like like forcefully, like in this pool, and I was just like, oh, but this it, is happening even in like the beginning scene where they're having like the threesome in the hotel room. <sighs> Tits out. We were we were too yo- we were too young to watch that man, but we did. Man, man, what a time, huh? Good times. I wonder. Like, I don't know. There was just so much more freedom back then, you know, to to be able to have those experiences. It's like, how are you gonna? Well, you have the freedom now, but it's just not. It's just not a big deal, really, anymore. Because you literally, kids can just go on look look up anything. Back then, it was you only could get it right if you went and saw the movie or you rented it. Or like you went over to your buddy's house and like his dad like either had the Spice Channel or oh. <laughs> or, or, or the black it, box or, or it was or it was the squiggly lines oh like, I mean there was all like, day there was like the Spice Channel and like scrambled some, all day sometimes it would like it, it would like straighten out a little bit and you saw you know, you just you just heard oh yeah oh, and then sometimes you'd see like you'd a see boob. like a face see, I mean, yeah you see like, you're like oh I, I saw it I saw it it was there I mean you know how that's you, you think that's pathetic <laughs> that's how I watched like every wrestling pay-per-view back then I just listened to it <laughs> Who won? Who won? You know? Yeah, you. It would come in. You would just hear the commentary. So it was like I would literally just. I would. 
How did you get paper? How did you get even the audio on the paper? It would just like I don't whatever back then you would just turn on the. the it was all green. Remember, it was like <clears throat> just like it was green. You would, green and like red kind of swirled together. This is how pathetic I was. We had like a small 13-inch TV. And so the only way it would come in is if, you know, you hit the uh, the channel return button where it would go to the last channel you oh, did. perfect. And you, for some you reason... the system. For some reason, you'd have to hit it a couple times for it to come in and then it would... It would like, and it then would the like audio... Click. And then the audio would just come in and it would just be scrambled. But, like, the audio would come in perfect. Your mom didn't care? No, I just... She probably thought I was the biggest fucking loser. I'm just... <laughs> I'm literally sitting on the couch... I'm just Thought? I'm literally sitting on the couch downstairs. Was I'm literally sitting on the couch downstairs watching a scrambled 13-inch <laughs> TV with all you hear is just smacking it. All you hear is audio. I just like what the fuck is going on here? I'm just like sitting there watching like watching it like there's actually something happening. Yeah, like looking at the screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a man. ham radio. I do remember one time I I watched when I had my own TV in my room. We had a cable box. For some reason, like the pay-per-view, like it, for some reason, it just came in, and I was like, "I'm, oh. never, I'm never shutting off my TV." <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wasn't perfect, but yeah. it was like 80 percent of the screen. You, you could you, see you, it. You got, you got it. Yeah, yeah, you got the action. So, anyways, Paperboy. <laughs> Who would have thought? You never know where the conversation is going to go. But um, with that, I mean, just to sum it up, Paperboy is a classic game. If you get, I mean, I'm sure there's ways to play it on modern systems that they've got. Emulated, there's got to be uh, emulated versions of it. You know, check yeah. if you've never played Paperboy before. It, it's a fun, it's a fun romp. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's it's something. Even if you only played it once or twice, I think you're gonna get your money's worth out of it. You know, it can't be more than a few bucks. Yeah, just get it on the know. Wii Shop. Yeah, R.I.P. the <laughs> Wii Shop. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be on like it should be if it's not on the Xbox Live or yeah on the PS4 network. Yeah, I'm, I mean, probably the arcade version, I would think. You know, if you yeah. can, if you can find it, so um, I, I recommend it to check it out. I mean, like I said, it can't be more than ten bucks. I think it's worth that. You know, it's one of those things where you can kind of go back and forth, especially if you got like a buddy that you're hanging out with, and you can kind of go back and forth with it. You know, and see yeah. who can get the who can get the better. Yeah, because it's better, better weeks. You it's can go two players. It's days. two player, but it's just like alter, it's alternating turns. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's and it's fun. You know, it's just fun to to you know see all the different obstacles that you have and how to avoid them. And you know, and it's a satisfying game when you do get through. When you get through and you get to that obstacle course, you know, and you know you can work up to working towards a whole week. So it's it's a fun game. Work up to working. To work up to working, and um, yeah. So with that, anything else, Trenton, or can we seal up this fourteenth uh, episode? Seal me up for good. All right. <laughs> well, with that, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back uh, uh, very soon with another episode. But with that, stay safe, be happy, be healthy, and always, as always, keep it turbo. In the mouth, but six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say in the mouth, what? <laughs> <laughs>